What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast episode 150. Man, it's been a ride. We've got a hell of a cast today, and I don't even know what the hell we're going to be talking about, so it should be a lot of fun. But uh, you know who I got to start off with, and Dan, I don't know what you're doing with your name this week, man. Mr. Dan Rodriguez. He's been with us for years. My partner in crime, what'd you say? It's Hingle McCringleberry. You guys know Hingle McCringleberry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kim Peel. Kim Peel. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The <laughs> Carpetron, Duke Marriott. Yeah. You know, like, there you go. There you go. There you go. Man, no, dolphin I'm sound, dolphin good. sound, dolphin sound. <laughs> oh, man. What's Next one, at Aliciousness. Yes, at Aliciousness. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's do this 150. Uh, I can't believe we're doing it. Like it's super weird. Like, you know, we're almost at 200. That's insane to me. I mean, I know I wasn't here for all of it, but I mean, like most of it now. Yeah. Yeah. You came in like episode 30 or 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, damn it. Oh, it's been, it's been years already, which is crazy. So it's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, let me go around the horn and introduce our panel here. Uh, I know everyone knows everyone here. We're regulars. Everyone's part of the same community, but we're going to do it anyway. So introducing, my main man from Iron Lords podcast, Lord Cognito. What's going on, brother? The seasoned Lords 150. <laughs> Knew when you threw that up, I was coming in, man. <laughs> Tremendous, great company. We got my man Dan in the building. EJ, I get that red EJ appearance. I'm liking that. And of course, my, my young bros, my, my bros right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the X-Men's future class. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Luke Law. And of course, Mr. Babbitt. This is family, man. Great group. And what a way to, to, to kind of celebrate 150 with you, man. Just have some fun, nostalgia, gaming, talking about gaming. What about that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's about it, man. That's what it's all about. So we put Eric in the middle of Luke and, and, and Joe so they can stay focused. You know, he can break it up. <laughs> it's it. like <laughs> you got to keep the kids apart, the bad kids apart. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to go around the horn here. But you know him as Insipid Ghost. He is Luke Lore, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass. What is happening, my friend? It is great to be here for episode 150. Congratulations, Ain and Dan. Uh, it is so good to see you too, Lord Cog and Eric. I'm so honored to be podcasting with you guys, specifically you guys. Um, I just I just appreciate you guys having me on uh, with this nearly fantastic uh, cast of people. So thank you for letting me have you here. <laughs> you, so you can't hit them all, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, one, a straggler gets in. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, you know? <laughs> Glad you can make it though. You were a little bit late. We we thought you got stuck in the vault, but you made it. So appreciate uh, it. I hate it here. Beautiful. Mother <laughs> <laughs> man, regular guest as well, and co-contributor on the Basement Radio Arcade podcast and the Gaming Perspective, Mr. Eric Jackson himself. What's up, man? Yo, man. Um, let me just first say thank you so much for including me on the 150. This is it's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you uh, to you guys yeah. both. Um, it's always an honor like to be here with you guys. And I feel I'm in the middle of the steamed like <laughs> legends in the making here. So I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Man. Anytime I get to podcasts with, you know, Bad Bit, Cog, Mr. Lore, mm-hmm. it's awesome. You know, so it's, it's going to be a good show. Yeah, man. Oh, let me let me say it. Let me also say that Diego, that intro. I get goosebumps Whoa, for two things now. Yeah, yeah. The Marvel intros, <laughs> yeah. And now your intro, man. That was that was fire, bro. Very MCU. I felt like the new yeah, something man. was happening. New console, something's happening. Yeah, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we told yeah. him. We told him he was going to get the shout outs today. So yeah, yeah he's the best. 
without yeah, a doubt. Fantastic work, bro. <laughs> Last but not least, in any sense of the word, Mr. Badbit himself, host of the place. Oh, oh almost messed it up, Joe. Almost messed it up. No. Host of <laughs> the trophy room. Is this episode one? I got, I got you. It's a stupid name. I, <laughs> <laughs> you get out of here. Expansion pass. Eric, get your boys. Eric, get your boys. Get out of <laughs> what's going on joe i'm happy to be here i got my second vaccine shot in me so i'm a little loopy but i'm ready to have a fun time and also honored to be on this podcast with you guys celebrating your 150th episode that is a feat amongst itself man it's awesome and to be surrounded by so many amazing people like hingle mcclingleberry like lord <laughs> Cognito, you know making his time after unlocked to come over here eric ja- jackson of course ains like i just have the best company and then like there's luke <laughs> <laughs> what's going on chat good to see everyone sarka starting us off early with the 499 super chat first wait is that how it works never mind cheers everyone congrats on the 150 thanks brother appreciate that all right so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode and chat you're definitely going to be included in this conversation so uh feel free to get in on it answer questions even ask questions of the panel because this is just going to be more of a roundtable gaming chat uh like we were all sitting you know around having a drink or something and just talking about gaming that's what we're going for here today so i'm gonna throw it out um because i've got a list of things here that i figure we could talk about is there anything with you guys anything that you want to jump out of and ask each other or start talking about out of the gate i mean i got one if you guys want go for it man go for it uh why is playstation dead <laughs> <laughs> don't you start man don't yeah. you start. no honestly like you know the negative news out of playstation as of late or perceived negative news of like you know we got mlb the show coming to game pass we got uh you know them closing down retro stores and all that it's been not the best news and then we hear maybe like the reality that sets in is that playstation 5 is the fastest selling console yep. we're seeing miles morales uh just doing gangbuster sales which is crazy right because i remember when it launched they were saying it wasn't that that huge i remember seeing those figures and all of a sudden it's just kind of taken off with it's, every it's mario Kart thing when you buy the system yeah, it's like, that's oh, the yeah. game you get exactly and then also to see the top games of 2020 a lot of them populated by Nintendo and PlayStation exclusives alike. Mm-hmm. You know, we often get lost in the narrative of how powerful Game Pass is because it's a terrific service. Mm-hmm. But we see PlayStation still making money the way the old ways are. Same mm-hmm. with Nintendo. So my question to you guys is when will Sony have to adapt? You know, we know Game Pass is growing. We know its influence in the market is especially growing. Mm-hmm. When is it that they have to actually come out with that competitor is it the is moment, it really a suit the moment the xbox exclusives start arriving that's when they need to start adapting so when's that though <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> is, is that like a one or two year thing i think it's, yeah. I think it's a two-year thing i think 2023 is when they hit full cadence and they're rolling rocking and rolling every quarter yeah, but i don't think they need to adapt until those exclusives start hitting because that is what sells PlayStation's exclusives, right? Game Pass services, uh, quality quality experiences are, are what bring people into Xbox. But until exclusives start rolling out, uh, 
their PlayStation doesn't need to adapt because they are going to be the fastest selling. They're going to be trading on their future. And frankly, they've done a great job at gobbling up the exclusives that people want to hear about. Maybe they don't know they want to play some of this uh, Xbox stuff. They know they want to play Final Fantasy. They know they want that exclusive Call of Duty stuff, the Destiny stuff. Like they've, they've built those partnerships in the right spots for the short term. It was the long term when they made the deal, but but now that's winding down. So they don't need to adapt until those exclusives hit. That's my take. Yeah, because you know you start to see those big games launch every quarter on Game Pass, and with that, we've talked about it, right? The mentality of free, even though it's not free, um, once those start hitting on a regular cadence, and and you know that PlayStation consumer who hasn't been in the Xbox ecosystem before starts saying, "Damn, you got all these games over here, one after another, that I can just pay whatever the monthly price is at that point." <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, we don't know if it's going to go up or if you're still going to be able to buy cards for cheaper, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, that's going to be an interesting uh, viewpoint. I think that's going to pull a lot more people in. That's when you're going to start to see that compounding of the Game Pass sub, right? Right now, it's been that that escalation. Million here, million there, million there. It's going to start to compound at some point um, and, mm-hmm. and really, really snowball. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think by then. But PlayStation's got time in that sense, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, they've got – it's not like – like, Joe, you just said, man, it's not like they're struggling. Right. We're talking about they're still making billions and billions of dollars. So um, they've got time to start to, you know, adjust a little bit on their strategy. I don't see them going the full same direction completely, but yeah, they're going to adjust. Yeah, Yeah, I completely agree. If you want to jump in, my fault. Oh, no, no, my my bad. And I was just going to say, yeah, kind of, you know, shadowing what Luke is saying, I think the market will dictate like for sure when they have to make that shift. If they start, you know, when they start seeing, like you said, you know, when these uh game these first party games start hitting game pass and if they start, you know, making, you know, people notice and start yeah. making heads turn. They have to be good know, games, right? I mean they have they, to hit. that's the other thing. They have to be. So um so yeah. So I think if you know they're smart, which I think Sony is, you're not in business and and you know, uh really having great generations by not being smart and having people in place, you know. So I think um now's the time for them to start thinking about what their competitor would, would be like and to be prepared for if the market shifts and kind of like answer in turn. And not even if it just shifts like dramatically, it's just to say, hey, look, they are already making noise with this thing that they're doing over here. So here's our counterpart, just because that is good business. You want to have something that also pulls the narrative back. It's going to be, you know, I think this generation is so unpredictable. And that's the most exciting part of it. Oh, I love like it. for the first time we're yeah. going in, it's like yeah. no one can say definitively what, it is it's going to be because you do have a Microsoft that is in it now. Right. You know, you have people in charge who are in it and who understand what's going on and aren't necessarily trying to kill the brand like they believe in the brand. So that's a different animal like to go against. So I think, yeah, the market will dictate how fast they need to do it. I do think they are going to do something that that does counter Game Pass because that's just going to be the nature of it. Yeah. But it'll be as the things start to shift and they say, OK, now. We need to be all in now. That's what they need to be working on now. Because like you guys said, you know, this is the window. Now, that ground isn't going to run out eventually. Right. That's so, right. yeah, you guys have been pretty much said it all before. I wanted to say so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's literally one of those things. I think that, you know, when the initial, to, to Mr. Babbitt's question, when the initial reports came out, when we kind of saw, you know, behind the curtains on how the sausage is made, and, you know, day gone <laughs> and, you know, all this stuff. And, of course, you know, there was some negative news at the time. But I always said, like, 
it's not doom and gloom for me. It's just one of those things they have to be cognizant of because we know Microsoft is extremely committed and we know the, the, the strength and the power of what Game Pass is going to bring when you see those kind of deals. I've always felt short term they would be fine when you have the exclusives. Obviously, the Miles Morales, we see the traction it's doing. You know, we, we see as far as their sales and hardware, the traditional model and being the market leader, I already assume that's going to still carry yeah, forward the playstation brand doesn't just go away it's not gonna go away <laughs> i know my some of my uh, panel members lord take it over but i always have to kind of remind them that playstation is still playstation but yeah. at the end of the day i think for me when the only thing i have my concern my eye raised just long term to make sure they still are versatile they still adapt to what you know microsoft is doing and not get complacent where it's like you know okay we're just going to follow the same model and not basically not do what Sony did the last generation that got them there, yeah. which is the first lineup, you know, the, the the indie scene they embraced, allowing creativity, allowing allowing a first time games to have a sequel. You know what I mean? So I just want to make sure that they just keep to the essence of what made them great and not not get complacent as they go on in the generation. But short term, absolutely they'll be fine. Yeah. 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 You know, in case of from being complacent, getting punched in the mouth by other competitors. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and I'm not saying that that's what's every, going on because I know, you know anytime you say stuff like this, people automatically think you're fanboy. It's like, exactly. no, you want, I'm excited for a, a Microsoft to be involved because we've seen what complacency does to any company. We've seen what yeah. it does to Apple. We've seen what it does to any company that is perceived to be just, you know, doing the thing. It's just like in sports, you know. If you're a top athlete, you need a young rookie to come in yep. that everybody's talking up. about to say, yeah. you know what, well, oh, I got to hit the gym harder. You <laughs> and know, and that's just how it is. You know, you want that. Yeah. And that's the analogy that I keep going through is, is I mean, it's like an MMA fight or a boxing match. Like they, they pop back and forth here and there. Sometimes you wake up the giant a little bit. He needs mm -hmm. to get popped in the mouth. Right. Xbox got dropped. They got body blowed and dropped at, at 2013. Like super punch out in this movie. <laughs> it, it, was, it was rough. <laughs> but they right. got up and I thought they were done. I really did think they were going to be done. And they got up and they did what they need to do. Um and I, I like that. I mean, Eric's point is correct. You need them fighting each other. You need them aggressive and whatnot, because that's better for us. And it is, I think it, the narrative often gets very exhausting when you say stuff like this and then people jump in and start making it something else. Yep. Uh, that That is tiring to me as a content creator. But um, I want to piggyback on Joe's question with, kind of a, a perception base and dan I, I would like you to answer this one first if you sure. don't mind hey, hey look hold that for thought for one second yeah, yeah I, I got, got you super man. chats piling up let hold me get to these Heck real yeah. quick mm -hmm. graham have a wonderful show great panel day huge congrats to the one, one ah, i can't speak man one of the most unbiased and fair podcasts unless dan's reviewing something <laughs> <not Mr. Pines. laughs> thank you graham i appreciate it brother pampa in the house as always man thank you congrats on the 150 sg here's mm. many more shout out to the panel appreciate y'all guys and neutral opinions you have in the game community appreciate it pampa uh where am i at here rodimus achievement unlock congrats on 150 on to the next 150 thank you brother appreciate it Enrique in the house from Brap PC. I'm gonna get out of here with that. Two dollars. Joe had the driver before he sent out that message. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joe, exactly. You had to troubleshoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's downloading some uh, updates right now. He'll be back. Flashing his BIOS. <laughs> oh man that firmware update got him he'll be back <laughs> all right and we got mo in the house my brother 
Gaming Chronicles, happy 150, Ooh. beautiful degenerates. That's us, man. Let's get this baby waiting on Dan to remove his hoodie and reveal his pierced nips for the finale. I will probably leave before that, but we'll see. <laughs> That's just a taste. That's a he taste. said it's just a taste. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, I don't. I can't pull it off like Ains does. And and I saw that tweet yesterday. I was like, man, yeah. he is either like on roids or he's shitting really, really hard. I just, that's the first thing I did. Like, and it flashed like, you know, Ed from like 90 Day Fiance? Like the first thing no. that popped in my head. I was know that. Real quick. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh my God, man. This guy is insane. Like the veins were like talking to you. I almost went with that as my name. I was like, I was going to be like Amy's neck veins. Why? All right, we're changing the subject off of me, but why would you say, you know, Ed from 90 Day Fiance? What's the yeah. this? Yeah, just do a search. You'll see what <laughs> Angela knows. She's in the house. She knows. Angela Phasma yeah, literally said, I love 90 Day Fiance. Yes, yeah, so that's true. Fair enough. Exactly. Guys, thank you for the super chat. Oh, I missed you, Walt. My fault, Walt. Glad to see all of the panel. Congratulations, season game, and you are the best, by the way. Luke is awesome. A random shout out to Luke. Ooh. Let's, you know what? Let's take a moment and appreciate Walter. <laughs> <laughs> all I do is give and give, and they do nothing but shit on me all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Walter. Thank you. It's and so if, sad if that Luke made a second account just to give a super chat. <laughs> That's what I think it is. By the way, I don't uh, know if anyone knows, but Walt is Elu's brother in the chat as well. So mm-hmm. he's a part of family. And lastly, uh, Enrique is back. Ains' muscles are in 4K 120 with Ray Chasing. I'm trying, man. I'm working to that 8K. <laughs> I was literally. I, I don't post- do it while in party chat, though, Luke. I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on over there. I'm trying to look like you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. I'm 480p, 12 FPS. That's what I, mean. <laughs> I was going to grab a pint of ice cream and just like have it, just shovel it in my nose, but like actually quote Ames' tweet and say the exact same thing, like working for the weekend. <laughs> like, like crying with like chocolate all over my face. Jeez, bro. That, I mean, literally, that's what I was doing last. I'm time. not. I'm not posting anymore. <laughs> Fantastic, uh, Luke. It. I'm sorry, man. Let's get back. <laughs> Let's get back to it. What you have? What thought did you have, man? Going yeah, off of Joe's the, question. Yeah, yeah, you remember the first time the Green Ranger morphed with the Power Rangers? That was really cool. And then he had. Oh, sorry. Um, anywho, uh, I was really thinking about these exclusive things that Joe was talking about, like, like, or rather, what I responded with as far as Xbox exclusives need to start hitting. And my question that I'd, I'd like Dan to go with first, because he tends to have a very different perspective on this stuff, is: Will casual gamers, common consumers, think of Bethesda games as Xbox games truly, the way we do about PlayStation games? Uh, will that be the perception at first? I mean, I think maybe. Over hey, hey, Joe, you're not Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> like to to answer Joe's question, I think when you when you said Luke that those first party exclusive needs to be hit, I, I think it's not. I don't think they need to move until they get consistent third party support on Game Pass. Like once that happens, it's game over mm-hmm. for Sony. They if they haven't gotten to the point where they need to change. And, and 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 adapt. If you're getting games, you know, like we see a little bit with Outriders, with MLB, well, I guess that's Sony first party. But, but you know, if we start seeing like Ubisoft games on there, or you know, bigger third party games consistently, then I mean, there, there's really no reason, unless that's where you've played for a long time. If you're if you're if you're into the service, I should say. And this is I don't want to be exclusive to everybody, but I mean, it's. 
if I'm, I, I play a lot of third party games, that's what I mostly play. So if I start seeing those games start coming to the service, you know, where I know I can get it for, you know, 80 bucks a year, you know, and I'm getting not only that, but also the exclusives on top of it, then that's where I'm going to gravitate to. I wasn't going to buy MLB this year. When they announced it, I was like, oh, hell, this is great. You know, this, this is awesome. Outriders, same thing. I wasn't going to buy it. Same thing. And then it came. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, that's I think, going to put them over the top. I think it'll put Xbox over the top over Sony. As far as, like, you said, the Bethesda games being Xbox games, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's basically what, what's going to happen, I think. You know, you've got the casual side. You know, people are going to buy these the PlayStation and and the xboxes and they're they're going to play madden and call of duty that's that's mm-hmm. that's you know and we we say that all the time i know but that's, that's the real. main that's the bread and butter you know that's why you know sony i think you know it had you know has uh sold so many ps5s you know it's, it's not that they're you know and, and miles morales is doing fantastic but like you said it's a launch game so that's one of those games that's going to be you know exaggerated a little bit um but at the same time you know, Call of Duty, Madden, FIFA, you know, GTA, you know, when that pops out, you know, it, that that's where these the casual gamers are going to go. They don't even know about stuff, you know, that we talk about here. You know, they they know what they want. They, that That's what they're going to get. And they're, you know, so if you, you've got a subsection of those guys that and gals that are going to be Bethesda fans, Skyrim fans, Fallout fans, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. So was that a shot at Luke? Yes, okay. um, <laughs> everything is veiled, but it's, it's going to be, it's, I don't know, man, it, it, I can see them. I mean, I think of Bethesda games now as Xbox games, you know, so that that's, it just is what it is. You know, I don't necessarily care where they come. I've got both systems, yeah. you know, but for those people that, you know, are only on the one, one, uh, one system. Yeah. It, you know, it's going to be like, yeah, that's an Xbox game now. You know, oh yeah, they, especially if it, it launches on Game Pass and it right, doesn't yeah. show up on PlayStation, it's yeah, an I Xbox mean, game. And I, I've said it before, you know, Game Pass is is a subjective value, period. You know, and and but once we they hit that point where they become indispensable, then you can have that discussion. You know, I, I don't think they're quite there yet with it, but I also think that it'll be, you know, within a year where people are going to be really, really hammering that service home. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah. It's going to be insane. Also, the amount of like social media that they promotions that they do, um, you will know by 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 the next Bethesda game that this is Bethesda is Xbox. Um, just by the way of like again, I I there's not a day on Twitter I don't see the posts of. We've been fr- uh, fans. Now we're family. Bethesda has joined Xbox. Like tweet constantly. So like, they're they're hitting you with those promoted ads for sure, letting you know even if you're just slightly in the know that Bethesda is going to be, you know, uh, Xbox. And I think that's just a, such such a terrific fit as well uh, for those two. It's just it's a match made in heaven. So. To me, I think by the time the next big Bethesda game comes out, I think everybody will know that Xbox and Bethesda will do the marketing for. Yeah, this is we reiterate we are solely Xbox now, and yeah. that will. I think that's going to sway quite a few people over to the Xbox just for the next Skyrim or the next, you know, Fallout for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, Elder Scrolls Six is a monster, right? If that game mm-hmm. hits properly, like everyone think it will, thinks it will, then yeah, yeah. The key is going to be uh, the aggressiveness. To Dan's point, the aggressiveness with the third party uh, deals that they try to snatch up, like you said, the Outriders, the Octopath Travelers, the you know the MLB the shows, that kind of thing. It's going to be if they continue that aggressiveness, they have to continue it. They can't mm-hmm. have gaps. Because obviously, you know, Sony's bangers are still going to be out there between, you know, those gaps and stuff like that. And they have tremendous pull. But also the marketing to the casual is key. There's a ton of casuals that do not know about Game Pass. And it's imperative on Microsoft in the areas where, you know, when people are buying these games or those, you know, the casual that would get like, say, for example, the Madden, the Call of Duty, the 2K or what have you. You know, it's very important to know that they know. Okay, you can get that game that you love or those two or three games that you would only buy for the year, you know, and this is in this great service. And by the way, here's all these other games and here's this. It's imperative of them. That's my only concern with Microsoft is I still feel they need to still work a little bit more with Game Pass. It's such a great value. And I still think like my cousin didn't know he just got a Series X and he's one of those guys that falls into he's all he playing is his Madden and his 2K. Sure. That's all he playing. And I'm like, bro, you do not have to buy that. He was like, really? I was like, yeah, just get Game Pass. You got all that. And he's like, oh, I'm hearing Outriders. Yeah, that's in Game Pass too. <laughs> like he still don't know. So I don't know if it's a disconnect at brick and mortar with retail. You still have to be very cognizant of over promoting it to the point like this is one of the great values and all these all the things you get yeah i mean we joke all the time that the the twitter community that we're a big part of and talk every day on it's literally nothing we don't mean anything yeah it's in the market um so yeah i mean they've got to figure out how to get that message across um i'm i'm still really shocked that when you buy a series x or series s you're not getting like three months of game pass i was just about to say that i I don't know how you with the s that that should be a slam dunk at least Uh, at the minimum everyone thought it was going to launch with it right because it's a digital console like it doesn't make any sense there's got to be a licensing thing as far as giving it away versus not, there's got to be some reason why they wouldn't do that unless their metrics are telling them otherwise. But uh, Cog, you said something about brick and mortar and that just sparked something in my mind. Brick and mortar has been largely shut down globally. And I'm thinking that in some ways, if you're, if you, if you were to, to approach from a certain perspective, as people are beginning to get vaccinated worldwide and brick and mortar, things are starting to open up more and more. That's timed very well with this upcoming holiday as far as Halo Infinite and potentially Starfield and the benefits of, of those future Xbox exclusives being into Game Pass. And that word of mouth might might uh, be more prevalent and relevant as the world starts to open up. Whereas right now you can get Game Pass and they got like they got your Outriders, they got Witcher 3, they got they got all these things, but nothing's not a lot of new shiny at the moment uh, outside of Outriders and show that you would say to people like your cousin who's hearing about it here and there, but like the big stuff and the big stuff's coming. So the brick and mortar might be important once again, because people want to go to brick and mortar after everything. Whereas two years ago, man, I don't even put me in a GameStop. (laughs) God help me. You know, right. Right. Yeah, crazy. Also, Luke sucks. Give <laughs> <laughs> oh, me a running theme. Yes, a running theme I'm of like... these two. All right, we're gonna we're gonna jump around now. We're gonna we're gonna have some uh, have some topics that are uh, you know just for fun, if you will. So Dan sent some of these over as well. Dan, I don't know if you want to jump one out, but here's one. Um, 
when's the last time i think two people mentioned this when's the last time you can remember where you played something on a new generation of consoles and it literally blew you away where you just said what what you know what is this this is this is next gen what's the last time you thought that when you played a game mm. who's going man what'd you say who's mm-hmm. going who's going first who's going oh first? dan i thought you said something no i'm trying to think i asked yeah. this question i didn't have an answer <laughs> i remember for me um uh during the 360 era was was kind of big for me because I always feel consoles push things forward. And I remember it was kind of like, yo, you got to get an HDTV now. Like, you got, yo, yeah, 7, yeah. 720p, bro. Like, you got to get that. Like, that was a new thing. <laughs> so that was, you know, 1080i. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you mm-hmm. was lit. Yeah, it went from but, 1080i to 1080p. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, remember, wasn't there, like, a debate between, like, what was better or something? Yes. Oh, I yeah. remember those days, bro. And it was just like, I, for me, I always have a soft spot for the, uh, the, the beginning of the HD era. And yeah. um, you know, years, man. That, you let us, yeah. that was it, brother. Yeah, and sorry, I, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, no, no. That was, I was, I, you, bro, you brought me right in. That's where I was transitioning. <laughs> so for me, you know, obviously Halo had its history and stuff like that. But this was the new 360. Shout out to my man Peter Moore. You know, what I'm saying like, the aggressive, oh, yeah. they out there for oh, one yeah. year. You know, and um, I go. remember seeing that. What was it? Mad World commercial. Yes, Mad yeah. World. That was the initial and trailer. That thing hit. And yep. the store, and I was like, yo, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And you get it, and I got it at home, and I was just like, wow, gaming has changed. Graphical fidelity, you know, a two-player co-op game all the way through, and then Gears 1, which I, I have a soft spot. I miss the horror of Gears 1. I, me- yeah. I miss, like, when the krill came for the first time. You're like, yo, yo, get out the light. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Gears, <clears throat> it was that new IP you know what I'm saying? And EJ appreciates it. That's why I'm always on my hashtag just one. And I know Xbox community be killing me because you need those new transformative experience for the generation to get people in that new protagonist. And Sony does that so well. So yeah. that's why Gears always has a soft spot because it was this, this game-changing thing. And I also remember, if you remember, Ains, the story about it, would Cliffy be going to Microsoft and those guys and say, look, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to look at with this set memory that you got. Yeah, they changed the hardware. Yeah, yeah. they're like, this is what it needs to look like. And for them to fight to get that in yeah. before the before and after. And I always remember how next gen that game yep. looked to me. So, yeah, Gears holds a special <laughs> spot for me in that generation. Yeah, and that was like a, God, I can't remember now. I may get this wrong. Someone in chat. But it, that was like a billion-dollar decision. Like, it, it cost Microsoft, like, a lot. an mm-hmm. extremely uh, large that amount of money. That world, though, that hit different, bro. Oh, it's Ooh! you can go back and watch that trailer today. That trailer gave me goosebumps. They even yeah. talked about it in the room. I think Peter Boyd talked about it when they played the, the trailer in the yeah. boardroom of Microsoft, the execs, before putting it out, and how everybody was like, yo, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gears mm-hmm. definitely that, had that spot. And that song, that song was a, uh, that's a remake of that song. That's not the original mm-hmm. version of that song um, that they used for that, but that's yeah, it's I an wanna, amazing wanna, song, too. I want to co-sign on that, too, because Cog, Cog hit it at the park with that one, because <clears throat> everything around, I think, you know, I think the reason Gears is such a like a special you know franchise, and it, like Cox said, it will always hold a place in my heart, no matter. Even if I feel today, it's time for them to like evolve really it. truly dig in and evolve it, yeah, into mm-hmm. something different, right? But if anybody here who's never seen it, who just kind of came into you know console mm-hmm. gaming, because we have to remember, you know, there are people who Xbox One was like their first 
Joe. Four right in. <laughs> <laughs> he was a 360 guy. I'll give him that. I was the original <laughs> Xbox kid too, man. Ooh, that's what we just that's what I just said. Or 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 He's even Xbox you know one three six one no, no, no. the original Xbox. Okay, okay. Now I'm not in. Don't let their naming conventions fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> right, sorry, right. sorry, Eric. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. But uh, YouTube uh, road to E3 and go back and watch um, yeah. what it took them to get that game there. Like you said, they changed the hardware, but more than that, they almost didn't make the deadline. Yes. And I will never forget that one like pivotal scene when when Cliffy's on stage and he's showing he's demoing. Gears of War for like the first time, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. It, like Cox said, it was like a game. I was like, "Yo, I don't care if you didn't have one yet." You said, "I have to get a, a 360 to play this game." I've never seen, mm-hmm. you know, this in a game—a chainsaw bayonet. I'm like, what? and they and they wanted to pull that out at one point. Yeah. Yes, like, they, they did. Put it on their yeah. square to keep that in. Yeah. And I remember Bill Gates talking to Cliff. He said, "You guys, you guys gonna make it?" Like to launch, he's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna make it." And what it took to get it there. But that was like pivotal. And if you think about what Ain said about the you know a billion dollar decision, that wasn't their only billion dollar decision. Red Ring of Death yes. to fix that was oh, a billion yeah, dollar yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. They put a lot of money into making money sure mm-hmm. that Xbox was there to stay, which is why I think it hurt so many of us who were like in on that generation because 360 yeah. was my primary um, platform yeah. because Sony was on their nonsense. And that's the thing mm-hmm. that I always preach you know, like on Twitter is. Don't be loyal to companies. Be loyal to you, your pocket, and what you preach, want. Preach, when they do stupid talk. things, tell them. I'm not doing that. When Sony got it, there, oh, yeah, you'll get a second job for this console. And this, I'll, see, I'll <laughs> see you guys. And I saw them about two or three years later. I'll see you yep. guys when you get your mind back. Get your mind right. And remember Facts. what made PS2 great. And right now you have this competitor who's doing all these things that are really awesome. And yeah, also cool. kind of being like the, the, the distant cousin to the Dreamcast. And all these things going from mm-hmm. Xbox to 360. Yep. I was like, yo. They're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, so it was heartbreaking. Roots. Yeah, right. Brother. So it was heartbreaking when you got to the end of the 360 generation. And it was all marketing deals and they weren't really trying anything new yeah. and this and that. Mm-hmm. But that three that gears thing was huge. And I yeah. think some people don't really remember that, or some people have forgotten that. Mm-hmm. But all of that around that, that was the game that sold 360s. Yeah. And that's what they kind of missed in the Xbox One generation Preach was a it. game that said, This is definitively why you need to have this. Preach and that's it. what Sony did. They gave you numerous titles. I said, this is definitively why you need this console. Yeah, which, uh, funny enough, we got some comments on. So Dana said Infamous 2. That's going way back, though. Uh, yeah. Titanfall on the Xbox One was Ooh, one. I think it, Microsoft I was, or Xbox was trying. They wanted yeah, Titanfall right. to be that game. Yeah, and it, right. it was an incredible game. I played the hell out of it, but it, it oh, didn't yeah. land the same way. I think the negative connotation around the Xbox One at the time really hurt. Very yeah, really potential that game. And they had no story. <laughs> That's yeah. true too. Man, if that game would have had if that game would have had part two's campaign. Oh, campaign? Oh, oh, it would have been it. Yeah. Oh, it would have been it. on. Yeah. Guys, I wish I would I could say I was paying attention. I was watching Gears of One. It just goosebumps, man. Goosebumps. That's the thing. Like, you know, uh I eye roll when people call me the PlayStation guy, because I get it. Like I have a PlayStation podcast, whatever. But in the same name, dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes you. Sit in your corner. Speaking of your name, we got a we got someone called the Xbox Expansion Pass Super Chat. I don't know who that is. First time, long time. Does PS Trophy Room know their name is out of order? It should be Trophy Room. Trophy Room PS. 
is taken on Twitter when I made the Twitter handle. All right. Maybe you didn't didn't want me to succeed. Maybe you wanted it to be. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But someone should look into it anyway. (laughs) Um, Dude. uh, So to get nostalgic, I will definitely say 360 is that de facto, like, holy shit. I remember being a GameStop looking at the, like the, the, the demo station for the 360 when it was about to come out a few months before and the call of duty trailer where you look up and you see the guy's face in your, your Normandy beach, like, Holy shit. Like, like sixth grade Joe was like, saw God. Like this was <laughs> sixth grade. Sixth grade. I saw Joe. Well in college for that. Well, oh. that means you're old. So, you know, <laughs> so like seeing that was, oh my God, it was another level. And then when it comes to Gears, like the trailer is one thing. It's one of the best gaming trailers ever made. But I think for me, the, and it's just a little thing with this game, is when you're going into the mine for the first time and you're seeing the water drip down, I remember walking into just the water and seeing it bounce off my armor. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. <laughs> this is crazy. And Gears is the best when it's that dark. It's, you know, that survival horror-esque yes, feeling. They're like the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. That moment always sticks out to me as just... That was it. That like, mm-hmm. and I remember playing Gears, going, "Why do I need a PlayStation Three when I have this game?" And mm-hmm. I think, Cog, it goes back to what you said. It's like, man, we, I, I want that, and I think that's what we're getting out of this Xbox. Mm-hmm. I, I want that Xbox. It's like, hey, let's make some new ideas. Let's yes. bring back some really mm-hmm. old characters, Please. and and let's make something. Let's make a banjo game where yes. you see them making a perfect dark game like oh, dear Lord. You, you got these IP <laughs> <laughs> you got these IP show them mm-hmm. and I think the, the second favorite experience that I've had is with my PlayStation 5 with oh. Astro's uh, Astro's Ooh, Playroom <clears throat> because yeah there, that was a moment that I the passing the controller moment between my brother and I is you know just some of my fondest memories as a kid and we were having that when my brother got his PS5 and just us trading the controller while I'm like patiently waiting for my PS5. Um, that, 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 that fantastic. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny guys- you talk about like Gears of War like that, because you, you know, if you don't know when you play Gears, right, you think of all the third party games out there and usually you see a lot, like your character is a lot smaller and they, yeah. they literally brought the camera in on the characters in Gears to show the high resolution of their armor and the lights and everything to showcase it at the launch of the 360. Um, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing looking back on it, man. You you know right after the show, I'm going to watch Mad World trailer. Yeah, I got to watch Here's the thing. Yeah. About Gears 1, the graphically still holds up so well. well. Up. Yeah, yeah, sure does. Yeah. yeah. Even, even two generations, mm-hmm. a decade of time, and it mm-hmm. still looks... So good. But Gears yeah. trailers, too. Talking about Mad World, oh, right? Like, good. Gears trailers in general are fantastic. Like, go mm-hmm. back and watch Gears 3 with, um, oh, man, my memory. You know, uh, who's Dom? The Dom yeah. trailer for Gears 3. Yeah. Uh, go watch even the original trailer for Gears 4 when they brought it back. And you have uh, Marcus running after his son and Anya and stuff, which turned was, out to obviously be JD. It's amazing. It looked almost like it was going to be horror. Gears 4 did. Yeah, yeah, yeah they kind of yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. The, do you, I would really love them to go survival horror. Me too. I, 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 I would the title. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will as well. 
the 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 question is about the first experience on a console that made it right because we've talked about gears a lot yeah um but there are two things it looks two things that stood out in my mind first when we're talking about trailers thinking about that hellblade 2 trailer when that popped off for that first time that gave me the same level of intensity goosebumps that mad world did Mm. and i think there's a potential in that because it will despite hellblade 1 being out Something about Hellblade 2 feels distinctly special and different. And I wonder if people don't have that same effect, if that's not the game everybody needs to go play. Um, that's a lot of pressure to be put under, but it, I got that vibe. You know, I got that same Mad World vibe uh, from that Hellblade 2 trailer and how it popped off. But in a very, very different sense, but still answering the question, do you guys remember the first time you held a Wii, a Wii remote and it did what you wanted it to? <laughs> obviously it, it was a trick i mean it was a, it was a trick in how they made it work but swinging the wiimote and having a bat moment or boxing and like feeling like you were punching and it worked out that that just when you let yourself fall into that that first time and then seeing my grandfather bowl uh <laughs> that was a pretty cool feeling all things considered and i was the guy who had the 360 and then had the Wii. I was a Wii 60 kid. Wii 60, remember that? <laughs> right? But, but sure. seeing my grandfather bowl and my mother play golf, and these are not people that like video games or were athletes, that was as important a moment for me as, as a son and a grandson uh, sure. as, as playing Gears of War was for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was neat to see that. And it's a very different attitude towards that, that first game experience that has that moment. But it did stand out to me. And I think the Wii, we have a, we have a lot. We owe a lot to Nintendo's Wii oh, for fine. bringing people into our medium. Yeah, and transcended gaming, no doubt. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. gateway console for so many that, people. Yeah. Oh, and, and Nintendo has always been really good at that. Yeah, you know, yeah. just you know, aside from you know a couple here and there, but you know. <laughs> yeah. they, they know how to become part of that culture, which right. extends yeah. beyond gaming. The and original the, the switch is the switch has done it again. Yeah, yeah it absolutely has. Because I remember looking at the switch commercial and like. I'm not taking a switch to the court to play basketball. Was, and, uh, and then you go to the court and you have a bunch switch. of guys sitting around playing like, you know, on the switch. You, know? <laughs> you wasn't at or, the rooftop bar. With yeah. You, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> but, you know, then, you know, working in school, like, I, you know, watch, you know, well, when we had lunch the way we did before, you know, the pandemic, yeah. you watch. It was the, one of the coolest things I watched, you know, walking around was a group of kids and, and at different tables at lunch playing, you know, smash, like huddled around. And I have to keep telling them, Gotta settle down. I get it. I get it. But you gotta settle down. You gotta stop screaming. You know. I'm like, I say, damn it, Nintendo. They, they got it. They know what they exactly what those commercials meant. They knew this is what people will be doing with this thing. Mm -hmm. You know. So, yeah, they're they're genius. They take that risk, and and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. They're like the wizards of fun. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, like nine times out of ten, they know what the magic of video games are. Like, yeah, yeah, they'll fumble with like a Virtual Boy or you know a Wii U, but like nine times out of ten, they they know what I think they want their product to be more than anybody. Like, they have their set goal of like this is what it is, and it's straight out of the gate what it is. Like, I think the Switch is another great example of that next gen moment where um, I'm playing Breath of the Wild, a really great. Zelda game and seemingly uncompromised. It's not the best. It's the third, but like it's a it like uncompromised, and and playing it on mobile and 
you know, again, a, a lot of my gaming memories was with my brother. So we're just sitting in the same room, both playing, you know, this game and giving each other tips or finding out something that we didn't know. That's that's the beauty of video games. Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the Switch and Nintendo absolutely knows what they want to be, uncompromisingly so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the Switch because it, <laughs> it is my favorite Nintendo console. Like, oh, even whoa, though whoa, I have, whoa, whoa, yeah, it's true. It's true. Calm down, calm down. Calm or something. Come on. Look, just because you I were born like a few months ago, yeah. all right, let's not disrespect <laughs> Nintendo's history. Okay, yeah, there's, there's not going to be any Super Nintendo slander while you're on this. Panel. Well, listen, the Super Nintendo, one of my favorite consoles of all time, but I was like, you know, I was what, like five or something, so yeah, like five Super and Mario was 20 was years old. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> I have no idea what this ancient technology is, but no, no, for no, me, like, about me, look at this kid. Look at this. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> a Commodore looking. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, like, for me, it was the N64 was like the last big Nintendo console for me. After that, I was, I, I fell out of love with it. And I, it, that, that love returned with the Switch in a, in a, Okay. Real, real way. You mentioned the Wii U. It's funny. I look at the Wii U like the Switch beta. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was, was them like really is. transitioning to to the Switch to see how they could pull it off. That was their beta mm-hmm. theory. Mm-hmm. I ain't sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. The damn thing's still in the box, stored away somewhere. It got played for all of like nine hours. Do you guys remember uh, the, the PS2 launch? Like that was mine. Like that was that oh, moment that was where it was like, mm-hmm. this is insane where we just went from you know the playstation one with like time splitters and in like doa and, and all those you know onimusha onimusha oh. you know mm-hmm. midnight club I mean, there were so many good games armored core 2 was i had mm. put so many so much time into that one uh there was a boxing game i can't remember what the hell it was called that not fight night for me no it was like ready to rumble or something oh yeah, yeah. no that's dreamcast, man. That was dreamcast maybe two maybe it was two maybe maybe round two I think maybe it was called something. There were it was it was a launch game for the PS2. Anyway, that yeah, and SSX came out. I would just, oh yeah, the uh, amount of hours I put into that. And then when mm-hmm. Tricky came out, that was insane. Mm-hmm. That was all we did, me and my friends. Um, but uh, I think that was that leap, that kind of generational where I went. Okay, now we're starting to see something different. I guess yeah. you know, and and then everything from there is just like, oh yeah, this is great. Oh, this is better. Yep, this is better too. This is better. <laughs> you know, and you, and you have those moments, you know, here and there where it's like a game like you know, I know for me and ain't like Red Dead Redemption Two comes out, oh, and you're yeah. like, jeez, this I don't even know what the hell to say about this game. <laughs> you know, it just and, and it changes, you know, the the landscape of gaming. You know, and you don't get a ton of those. You know, so so they hit a little bit harder. You know, games like that, and and it was just after the PS2, I felt like it was just this gradual, you know, incline that was just like, okay, oh my god, they can do this now. Oh my god, they can do this now. Yeah, and revolution 60 here. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Uh, that was probably the, the fondest, like the biggest leap for me that I saw. You know, and everything else. You know, when you go from like the, and even just recently, you know, when we got when Valhalla came out, and I played that. And then I just played, you know, I played it on the original, the series or the Xbox One X. Yeah, God damn it, I hate this. Shit. The One X, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went for the One X to the, the series. series. Yeah, then you jump to the Series X and you're like, holy crap, thirty frames! I can't believe that made that big of a difference, and it does, yeah. you know. And now I can't, you know, 
my backlog sitting there looking at me like, hey, come on, play me. I'm like, are you 60 FPS? Are you 60? Right, right. <laughs> like, I, I can't even talk to you. Don't Back even talk to me. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, there, there's so many that we had, I think. You know, I think PlayStation 2 is is a good one, though, because I came in. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I know some of us are Sega brothers here. PlayStation 2 pissed me off because <laughs> it, it killed my Dreamcast, right? Um, I mean, it, that was the death blow for it. Um, but when that came out, you know, I didn't buy a PS2 right at launch. Um, yeah, I, I got it shortly after. Um, I got it. I got a deal. I don't know what it was. But what actually hit was my buddy came over and bought Grand Theft Auto 3. Whoa. And when first playing Grand Theft Auto 3 on PlayStation 2, that was a revolutionary game. Um, mm-hmm. That literally changed everything. And I, man, I, that changed everything. I mean, that mm-hmm. that was the moment where <clears throat> it was like, you have to have a PS2, period. Like, go mm-hmm. get one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actually, that was going to be one of the questions I was going to throw out was, what was a game that you knew the industry arrived? Like, it wasn't going to be the same anymore. That's you know, a good answer and, and that was... That, one of the ones one I was going to throw out, you know. And mm-hmm. So Dan kind of like kicked that off, but yeah, because yeah, it was almost the same for me. Like I didn't have a PS2 yet, and I remember going by my cousin's house, and he had one. And for whatever reason, I hadn't even really kept up in the gaming mags about Grand Theft Auto Three or what it was going to be, right? So it was kind of a surprise to me, right? Because yep, I kind of ignored it. Anytime I heard Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, mean the top-down games, ah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Hey, have you played Grand Theft Auto Three? And I'm like, "No." I said, "I hate Grand Theft Auto games. I don't like." It. He said, "No, no, 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 no." He said, "Come here." He sits me down and gives me the controller. And I remember like four hours later, yep. he's like, I got to go to work. I'm like, go. And I'm like, did I just pick up, pick up a hooker? And took, what, what? I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what is this game? This is insane. Like, how are they even allowed to do this? This is almost Real illegal. Talk? Yeah. I, got, I got two memories of Grand Theft Auto. One was, uh, well, I was at a Blockbuster. Ains, you remember those things, right? Whoa, whoa, easy. Right? Exactly. Easy. You're going anyway. to sell Blockbuster and Super Nintendo on the same panel? We can't, <laughs> can't have this, man. I'm just saying, you're, I, I think you were born during the Simon Film era. So I <laughs> so, so he's muted. Don't worry. You can't hear him anymore. You can't hear him anymore. He's been muted. Ouch, man. Ouch. <laughs> bang, bang. Um, no, I got one. One when I was a kid with like, you know, GG. And Halo are destroying kids. Um, and I convinced my mom to get Grand Theft Auto for my brother. I remember pleading at the counter, the guy doesn't believe me. And like, kind of neither does my mom, but she she goes for it anyway. And me, like, late at night trying to play it. And I only played it for like 15 minutes because I was just too scared my mom was going to like throw a sandal at me. Um, <laughs> and then the next one is like with GTA 5. Um, because of the first person mode. This is, of course, I'm a lot older now, you know? So I was just like, hey, mom, come in here. Look what I could do in this game. <laughs> right. And she's, and my mom says, she's like, how is she doing all that talking? With <laughs> like, I don't know, mom. I don't know. And then she gets out of the car, and I run her over. My mom's like, oh, my goodness, Joe. She's just doing her job. <laughs> wow. but like in terms of like when the industry for like 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 this is gonna change stuff um this is where i put my sony boy uh hat on it is the original last of us the first 20 minutes of that game you Um, child are you kidding me (laughs) 
<laughs> Metal Gear Solid One and Two. Just shut up. So, so powerful. You're, you're, and Last of Us is your okay. industry has arrived game. You're, you're yes, both. I think you're, bo- you're both wrong. So just continue, right. and then we'll get to the we'll get to the real game that did it. Oh, so <laughs> for me, the the uh, in terms of like narrative, uh, it is the original Last of Us. The first twenty minutes are amazing, incredibly powerful, and I, uh, yeah. you know. When I hear it's like, what what game do you show a non gamer to prove that this medium exists mm. and, and and could tell relevant stories? I always point to The Last of Us because okay. I remember in Spain, my uncle and my my dad they're both like hammered. And they're just like, video games are for kids. I'm like, let me mm. sit you down and let me let me show you. And my uncle was just like, mm. and you and you play this and i remember <laughs> showing it to to my dad when he was sober with with my mom in the room going like with the with the hbo show happening i'm like this is what they're gonna show and my dad does not give a shit he like he hates games he's whatever you know old old, old hispanic dude you should go read a book and become a doctor type of, type of stuff. <laughs> and you know has no interest in the world and i remember after playing the first 20 minutes he's just like it's just silent, and he's just like, "Is there more? Can you find more?" <laughs> and that's different. Yeah. Different. That's the coolest. I am so with you, and I've used Last of Us many times in that way as well. I think that's fantastic. But I didn't think that was the question. The question was the first time it arrived. Is that really interesting? Oh, the Joking first aside. time it arrived. So, so, so two two things because I think I think Wise Old Gamer is right on this. And thanks for the super chat, brother. The original Legend of Zelda. Mm. holding that cartridge for the first time and playing an open oh. world you knew gaming had forever changed oh. and, mm-hmm. and gaming was a lot smaller then right but <clears throat> zelda absolutely changed gaming um oh, at the time. oh yeah so yes. i i would say whenever i'm at because i've been asked this question before i would say the yeah. moment that changed for the future is mario 64. Ooh. when you first really absolutely Ooh. 100 oh, yeah 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 100 because gaming yeah. hadn't been 3d so yeah. when when that game came out and you looked, remember how big Mario was at the time, right? Mario mm-hmm. was the icon in the world for gaming. Mm-hmm. And then you came out and you could actually move a camera and walk around an open world. It hadn't been done before. It hadn't been done before, yeah. No. And, mm-hmm. and literally from that point forward, the focus became you got to make games 3D. You got to right. be able to move around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that think- changed the entire arc of where gaming was going. And I think like yeah, Mario is like the first time like yeah, this is this is going places. I uh, you know for three D movement, I think when it comes to like online, for me at least the 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 game was like this could be yeah no absolutely Halo (laughs) two that's what I was buying yeah Halo two is the moment where like holy shit games could be social in a Mm -hmm. even more grander scope yeah Mm -hmm. um like there are multiple like moments even like Bioshock holy shit this is oh yeah yeah. Type, type of type of type of experience so yeah there's multiple like oh my god this is this is mm-hmm. a, this is it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I sorry, like, sorry, sorry luke go ahead okay well i cut joe off several times the show joking <laughs> like like when we were being serious and i didn't mean to joe but um <laughs> uh but go fuck yourself uh the, <laughs> the, this is a family show you son of a bitch <laughs> the, uh, I I didn't have that Mario 64 moment. I don't know if it was the timing. I mean, I, Ains, I know I shared with you not too long ago that I didn't have 64 when it first launched. Yeah. And maybe I played Spyro first, and that's why it didn't hit with me. Never really liked, just just never really liked Mario 64, if I'm being honest, amidst the Mario games. Just didn't click at the time. But the first moment of transcendence for me 
was booting up Metal Gear Solid for the first time because for months as a kid, I'm tracking this that it's important in all the magazines, right? I had posters yeah. on my wall. I had no, like, no idea why. I just knew everybody else was excited. And I'm reading about everything <laughs> yeah. I can get. But the first demo that released in one of the demo discs and you heard that dun, 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 dun. And it was just coming up on the screen. And then it started like a movie. Movie. Yeah. It's like opening credits with it. And yeah. the whole right. yeah, it was like a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. That, was that movie. Yeah. blew my mind. Right. And later on, I had the similar moment to Joe where I sat my mom down who couldn't care less. And <laughs> I'm like, look, he's making me shake or he's making me switch the ports on the system. He's mm-hmm. shaking my controller. <laughs> and she was just like, what? Look at that. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, honey. I'm gonna go back to my red wine. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and years later, I showed Joe's mom the same thing. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. But that was a that was a cool thing, though, to to have that movie moment opening. And this topic is we're all bringing up different things and all of us are all like, yeah, yeah. And that's the cool thing is, is these different entry points for, for, for people. And that's, uh, to me, it's just neat to hear that. Cause I had similar moments with metal gear solid two, where yes. I'm Ooh. X amount of years Ooh. later. It was, it was just wild. My mom walked in on the part where he's doing flip where Ryden's doing naked flips though. <laughs> right. she's like yeah what's happening here honey and i'm like oh boy that's a new conversation but that was the one that had the the demo opened up on the on the boat right which yeah. one was mm-hmm. go graphically for its time <clears throat> yeah that, that was like, crazy yeah. i remember mm-hmm. that one because mm-hmm. that's yeah. when we started getting into like um like you know, actual physics of bottles breaking and things yeah, like that. Like in the yeah, game, yeah. It was, that was crazy you're like, i've seen something so realistic but yeah, he lied right, to right. us Remember this before this was pre-internet. So or pre like true internet. He lied to all of us. Yes. And you the chances of you getting spoiled were very small comparatively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that first one, I was like, wait, what? What? (laughs) What is this? this It was so that would have been a a Twitter meltdown. Oh (laughs) just the YouTubes of like Kojima liar. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All caps. All caps. caps. It's gonna be huge. I have a buddy to this day that will I can't even talk to him about Metal Gear Solid 2. He goes, That is not my no no. Oh yeah, bro. It was yo, you (laughs) heated. It It was almost it almost reminiscent of like what is it, what Arbiter came out. Yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of people felt betrayed. They yep. were not <laughs> sick, and it was like, "Who the yeah. hell is dude? Like, why am I him?" Like, it was a big thing. or 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 Halo Five with Lock, for that matter. People like, so, I didn't buy this game to play Lock. It's a good point, Luke. I, I do remember that um that 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 series and how how transformative it was, and, and Kojima was in his bag. Just the movie style production, and you know what I mean. It was, and he always had those little jerk jokes and quirks and stuff like that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was directed, is... written, produced, directed, yeah. produced, mm-hmm. distributed, by <laughs> distributed by Kojima. <laughs> craft, ser- craft services. <laughs> that, that is one of my number one games that is like on my wall of shame is Metal Gear or series because I've never touched it. Never, really? no. and I regret mm. it. Yeah. Yo, that was going to be another one of my questions later. They, they owe you a good remake, though, because my wall of shame is mm. Mass Effect. 
never clicked mm. with me at time. I have that legendary helmet pre-ordered for some reason because um, I make bad choices. But I'm ready you know for I'm that. Going, I can't click. wait for it to click now. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. See which one you click with. You you get, you get to see the brilliance that is Mass Effect One. Yeah. Well, I, can't be, I can't wait. The question will be: one or, Is it going to be one or two? Because you know yeah. they're fixing some things and changing. Yeah, like yes. my my Mass Effect One experience is going to be so different True. than yeah, so many else's. So did you and, like Knights of the Old Republic? No, it's too slow for me at the time, oh, right? Yeah. At the time. And that's the thing. I've evolved as a gamer extensively, but yeah. I was always like, oh, lightsaber is awesome. But what I wanted it to be was was yeah. much faster. I wanted uh, Jedi Knight 3 gameplay with, with oh, okay. Real Republic. Well, so right? if, if, you like, if you like just straight action games, then it'll probably be ME2. You know? But yeah. if you want a real RPG, you, know, you, can, go, you can go ME1. You agree, you agree, Dan? Dan, let me get this super chat yeah. real quick. I, I can't let Dan speak because he's going to make something <laughs> stupid about him. I don't even need to say anything because it speaks for itself. <laughs> Soul Calibur, wise old gamer, $5 super chat. Thank you, man. Soul Calibur on Dreamcast. First time I saw graphics better on consoles in the arcade. No doubt. Soul Calibur was the game that made you have to have a Dreamcast. No doubt. Pixelbit G in the house. What's up, man? First time Mario displaying a convincing metal was game changing for me. Prior to that, there weren't enough colors. Yeah, you're right. Because right. he looked like liquid metal. Which liquid was, metal. Yeah, which was crazy. No doubt. I have something breaking uh, before we move on. Um, I have not weighed in on the Mass Effect debate. <laughs> oh. I, think I, I think I need hey, to go ahead. Just, and, just so and, you're aware, Eric, I'm, I'm yeah. the host. And be very careful with your selection of words. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put it out, and this is what I gotta go. Mass Effect Two, ain't sorry, man. Damn it! Yes, and I'm gonna tell you why. Break him down. Break him down. Systematically break him down. Let's go. Where's Elu? Elu, jump in here, man. I need backup. I need backup. You get no help. That's it. Let's get it. I missed. We got. I missed Mass Effect One, right? And at the time, I was looking at it, and I was kind of like, "Okay, it looks cool, but I'm not really okay. Whatever. Well, I wasn't wait, wait. really. Oh, by the way, you back up, back up your statement. You missed Mass Effect One. I didn't play Mass Effect One when it came. out. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm, I'm going somewhere with go, this. Go, you're going, going here. somewhere with this. So yeah, so I missed Mass Effect One when it came out. I was kind of like, okay. And I had a friend tell me about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I might check it out one day. And then the Mass Effect Two demo hit. Yeah. Oh. All right, let me see what this whole thing is about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, this is what I've been missing. So I'm giving props <laughs> to Mass Effect 2 for bringing me in okay. and making me go back and play Mass Effect 1. Okay. And I went back twice on Mass Effect 1 because I, first time around, I got Rex killed. And I'm like, can't have this. And it happened so fast. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what did I pick? I made the, I made the wrong decision. So uh, I have to go with Mass Effect 2, A, because yeah, it was the game that made me say, wow, I've been missing out on this world. Okay, and it may be like fall off. In fact, but no, I'm sorry. But Mass Effect Two is definitely. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Ains. No, no, you're good. I'll just I'll let Elu correct you real quick. So, all right, Emmy One had all <laughs> had the story, the setups, the characters. Everything. It's all about the story. Love the caps. It's necessary. It's necessary. So it's true. But I will say this: I'm I'm happy to see that they're fixing the Mako. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God! I don't think anybody, even people who love Mass Effect One, were okay with what was going on with that. With that, I, so in all seriousness, say that it's flawed, that there's, there's issues with Mass Effect. One? Are you implying <laughs> that there was things that need to be go back to be correct? Implying? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they put it down themselves when they when they went back to Mass Effect Three and said, 
we don't need to touch this one. It's pretty much, right. you know, it's pretty much right. good. They made but, 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 me, it, me, it you know, all when, the, when the you cool lose one. budget, you lose timeline, and you got to strip away core features. I see you, AIDS. I see you. I see you being messy. <laughs> there, there are people out there like me that had their first Mass Effect game be Andromeda. Oh, and, God. And that, oh yeah. No. Yeah, it's rough. It was rough. It's all right, yeah. So are you are you going to get legendary and play through the whole thing? My plan is to do so. This is something I'm really I love collections of things. Tomb Raider trilogy, Shovel Knight, all of them in one package. Hitman three, having all of them together. My plan I have or I'm going to get a Mass Effect's legendary collection edition thing and yeah. start with one and yeah. play through should. until I'm ready for a break. Okay. Right. And that, that's my plan um, at the moment. So. It'll be it'll be interesting to me to watch the Mass Effect relevancy kick back up because right now everyone's you know hooping and hollering for it. Yeah, is it real? Like, are is are the masses actually calling for it? Because our our ecosystem is calling for it. Is that our is that a vocal minority group? I'm really curious to see yeah. that happen and how that plays out because I love collections of games because it gives people a way to experience a series. Joe's mm-hmm. talking about how he he missed it. There needs to be a Metal Gear collection in in true form, twin yeah, snakes, true one, twin yeah. snakes, true form, um, and that's, I don't mind remakes and remasters of games that have been remade and remastered. Maybe not four years apart, Last of Us, but but overall, <laughs> like these are good things for the industry for preservation and getting people in on stuff. Yeah. Um, and I I'm I'm thrilled by Mass Effect's return because shoot, it's 2021 and we got time in the gaming space. You know, mm-hmm. never yeah. before have we had this kind of time with this amount of quality experience available to us. Yeah, so. no, yeah, it's, it's going to be are. fun. All, yeah. all jokes aside, the, the, the trilogy itself is incredible. Yeah. Um, all the games are incredible. Uh, there are differences between them. Um, but I mean, there's goods and, and negatives about each one. Yeah. But I mean, just yeah, overall that. that arc and what they did with the characters and the story and just that, again, that universe. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. So I, I can't yeah. wait to go back to it. Now, but Luke's right. It is going to be interesting to see when it when it finally hits the you know the different layers of it. Yeah, you know because mm-hmm. I mean there've been guys like us who've been hyping it forever. I just there's probably just going to be that person no matter what they're going to be like. This is what you've been hyping. You just don't like things. I'm actually curious. Like again, you know, for for like the Luke's and and, and Babbitt and like just to see how it hits them. Like because as you know, to us this thing is this is space opera. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. legendary, right? Yeah. So. You know, it's our the, gaming Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. So the issue is the, the only concern is, you know, does this generation look at it that way? Do they get that that nuance? Or is it something like, eh, this not really that? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm very curious. Like, yeah, the, the new generation is different. So yeah, you know, that I want I want to see how that holds and how, how much of an effect it has, of course. Yeah. Joe and I often um banter about back to the future. Um, because I just never thought it was cool, never liked it, never anything. And that no, in the nerds wrong with you. In the nerd space. I'm taking my glasses off. Yeah. You go ahead. Yeah, bring yeah. you know what? You see what you cheer no time for this man. Nothing. No time. <laughs> bring it. I know what I makes you cheer. Let me hear this. Dan, Dan. So there 150 episodes, we still can't get a panel right. I mean, I don't know. What are we doing? I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Let's go, Luke. He also said Top Gun was was a bad movie, so I don't get it either. It's overrated. (laughs) It's overrated in Tom Cruise's. No one's out there on the street talking about either one of those things. Luke, Luke, 
Who in the vault hurt you? Oh! Found him! That's the ghost. Oh. Oh. All out boy stuff. He goes, Thank you, God. I got you, bro. We got you. I got you. Oh, Sarko killing me, man. Oh, All man. right. Luke, Luke, go, 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 go. Sarko cut me so deep. I don't remember my point. <laughs> um, Back to the Future, right? Like, did not click with me. Just does not. And as such, trying to go back to it, the magic of it being the first time you saw that DeLorean go and do its thing in the dock and, and whatever the dumb kid in the jacket's name is. I don't know. Um, whenever that, but without the first, that, that, that it's new and is special thing, it's hard to recapture some of that nostalgic feeling, right? Very few movies hold that. Jaws is, is like a movie that might hold that. Some games will hold that. I think Metal Gear 1 might still hold that but but i don't think super mario 64 holds that same type of magic certain games yeah. and movies no, do fair. keep that point right that's fair um and it sucks because like as a kid it didn't click with me and now the, the the joke is that it's not funny or not fun for me but like i feel like i missed out on something that was oh, yeah, special moment. right right and, right and that's my question to you because that's why yeah. the mass effect trilogy thing I, i'm really i'm gonna lean on you guys because i'm dying to know what this generation of gamers truly feel about it you know what i'm yeah. saying mm-hmm. and how they analyze oh, yeah. and dissect those moments that to us hit so different because we were in the moment while this right. thing was happening that was transformative so yeah. it is a good point I, I, right. I, i'm gonna let you slam on you know back i was gonna say i think a little too far but i do well, understand the perspective if i, I could suggest it. something think, to you luke yeah, yeah go for it for real the yeah, point is for. incredibly valid Stop mm-hmm. using Back to the Future to make it. <laughs> you know what's a, you know what might be a better example? Real talk is all these these people who talk about uh, Halo shouldn't have sprint. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I cannot no fathom idiot. a world where your Spartan doesn't sprint. It's just weird to me. But because it was magic to them at first, yeah. It, it's it means something. So maybe like in outside of our joking like banter, maybe that's the right example. Um, but it's just yeah, Terminator Two is the best Terminator bomber. Yes, oh, it is. my man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. One is bad. still fantastic. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, Fasman nailed it. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I, yo, I did go back and rewatch. Uh, I did go back and rewatch the Alien movies. And that's a fun argument, Alien Careful. 1 or 2. Careful. Mm-hmm. You could argue either one. They're both great. Oh, okay. They're both great. I, I yeah. thought, yeah. I didn't know what where you were going He's with that based close. on your ridiculous <laughs> prior <laughs> If anybody says four, they're out of the They're just going, <laughs> out of here. Um, no, but, that, but that is interesting, like with these collections, because like even with like Ninja Guide and collection coming, yeah, you know, and you're gonna see people who've never touched those who have yeah. been like into mm-hmm. the Souls games to kind of see what their reaction is, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. playing through some of those because very different, too. difficult, but difficult for a different reason, exactly, and a different mechanic, you know. So that's gonna be interesting to see. But I think I'm in 100 agreement with Luke that the Metal Gear is it's a shame that it's trapped. The mm-hmm. the last collection is trapped on PS3 and they have not brought it forward because I think again those are games that should be retouched. Yes. And give them back out. Yes. I've been debating picking up a PS3 just for that collection. And, and right. you, know, you can't play the Sorry. whole collection, but is it three? And I forget which ones. There's it's a like collection on Vita I have. Three, but three has one in it, and there's like a weird <laughs> thing in that. I know, I know what you mean. It has two and three, but because it's subsistence, it has one in it somewhere, and some of the old, okay. uh, not Famicom, but the 
another one yeah. from like yeah um, the classic yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah it's weird and it sucks because because metal gear 4 and this is actually an interesting topic uh games that act that lock out fan bases because they're so complex in mechanics and in story metal gear solid 4 is a masterpiece but i would never recommend anyone on god's green earth play that as your first metal gear that would just be a mind-boggling thing it's overwhelming mechanics overwhelming story it makes no sense and certain franchises like any of them make sense it's kojima well one was the only one that you could like jump in and be like, all right, I, I get that. Yeah, I mean, you know, then he went off the wall. I mean, for yeah. my opinion, I'm not a huge Metal Gear fan. So here, I'll start my slander because I, I think they're overrated games. But but Metal Gear 4 or Solid 4 is, oh, is my favorite one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, what do you cool. say when the, the, the lolly lolly lolly? Yeah, he lost me there. Look, <laughs> look, it is hit a, a, a very important thing that a lot of people sometimes are afraid to say. It, it, it's just. Look, he he's original. He's amazing. He has these unique ideas. Yeah, but it, it's like when you really try to follow that narrative sometimes, and he's like all over the place. And I never figured that was the first time I put the controller down in disgust while listening to a story because I was like so wrapped up. And what was the what was the one? The Metal Gear Two or Raid? Uh, that was the one that Solid Two debut. I didn't mind that they did. He did the switcheroo. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll get over it. Cool, still <laughs> fine, whatever. But I'd never forget they were going to this big exposition. And like you said, EJ, then I just heard he said, Who was it? The Lali Lali Lalu. And I'm like, Come on. Man. <laughs> like, I just rolled my eyes and I was like, This is what we doing? Like, I was, I was, yeah, it, was, it just yeah. It, it took me out of the moment. <laughs> right, well, I remember right. I started playing Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. I hadn't played it. And Dan and I joke about it constantly because Dan's got like 9,000 hours in the game. Yes. But. <laughs> but I hadn't played it. And so Bert had me play it, right? For a series. Yeah. And like, yeah. 15 minutes into it, you're you're breaking in this building as a uh, snake, mm-hmm. and a dude comes in on fire on a horse. And I'm like, just random. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like, how is this even supposed to make any sense? Like, he's just, I, I always think, I've always said Kojima would be a better filmmaker than he is a game maker. Yeah, I just, I, I really do. He has a vision yes. and unique ideas, and I think he could make something truly special. But how that translates to game mechanics is a whole different conversation. Right. Well, that's um, the thing with Kojima's games. His game mechanics, that's why I have 300 hours in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at a game like even Death Stranding, you know, I that was like the first game in a long time from Kojima that I actually, at the end, was like, I kind of get it, you know? <laughs> I, you know. But what he did with the game and, and the social aspect of it and and how that all worked, you know, was really, really interesting. With Metal Gear Solid Five, it was so open-ended, mm-hmm. like how you could do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I loved about it. You know, if you wanted to, you know, go in guns blazing, that's fine. You know, if you wanted to stealth, that's fine. But there, it, was, it wasn't just those two polar opposites. Right. There was a bunch of stuff in the middle. The close quarter combat mechanics were amazing. There, there was a lot of little things. He does that really well mm-hmm. where he loses people. It's when he tries to talk and, 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 and starts putting, you know, like it's, it's such a, just the basement, everything about the game, they did a really good job with. I just don't, I still don't, to this day, I've read the Wikipedia and I still don't get it. So, yeah, I, I don't understand. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, it was a really, really, you know, good mechanical game. But short of that, I mean, I couldn't, I don't even know. Bob, Bob was just cutting straight to it. 
<laughs> Paul. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like a thing with with Kojima because I I know people kind of say like well he you know he hates the U.S. Yeah, I'm like Kojima probably oh, farther the furthest oh, from hating because he is so steeped in our culture, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he uh-huh. this weird like cross thing of like him, him being a fan of like American cinema, American culture yeah. mixed with his own culture. And then he becomes like the almost like the Chris Nolan of game development, you know, like <laughs> except for not as good. Yeah. Well, well, well when Nolan's got somebody to rein him in, but that's just me. I, sometimes I'm like, well, when the rain like it's just me and my goofy. But I like. Yeah. But sometimes in, the, in a with a Chris Nolan movie, you watch it, you get the visual first, and then you go back and you're like, oh, okay. Right. I kind of put that part together and that part together because you yeah, get so yeah, lost yeah, yeah. in the movement and everything that's going on. You're like, yeah. Huh. Um. <clears throat> so I think that's that's kind of like a part of what goes on with Kojima. I kind of like him in that space, but it, yeah, sometimes you want him to kind of reel it back, but that's just not his thing. Yeah. So like the thing like with Death Stranding, I, you know, I'm a big fan of that game, but like Dan said, it's like, it's almost, and I'm not going to compare him to like, like a Miyamoto, but Miyamoto is very much in his game design. He will tell you, I'm sitting in my garden and I'm kind of looking and I'm doing some gardening. And then I had this idea of these little, what are these little people were like moving things, these little creatures moving things around or whatever. So I was sitting there playing Death Stranding. I said, was Kojima taking his groceries in and like, <laughs> like they all just fell over one day and he was like, God damn it. Oh, that'd make a pretty good game again. Because like, we've all been there where you like, you have like all the bags and the statue, like I'm almost there and everything just like, over. so it's sort of like interesting. But as I look at Death Stranding, I'm kind of with Ains. I'm like, this will make a brilliant like Netflix show, like a series of some sort. Because yeah. there's so much sci-fi and there's so much weirdness in there. So it's one of those things that it didn't translate uh, for everybody for a game, but like Dan's kind of saying, by the time you get to the end of that game, when you get through a lot of, if you can get through some of those slower points of the story and some of the parts that don't make sense, by the time you get to the end, you're like, wow. And then going through a pandemic, you're like, damn, he was kind of onto something. Like yeah. the world being even more separated. It's like yeah. really, it was almost timely in a way. Yeah. But then he's, then, very, he's also very good at getting performances out of people. And that's, you know? that's the one thing that I often hear is the genius of Kojima. It's like a lot of the things that he's, he's you know, talking about through his games do are, are true to a certain you know extent when you take a look at like metal gear solid but for me it's death stranding like being secluded in a in your house and being you know relying on your ups guy your amazon guy whoever the it may be and having the loss of the connection to the outside world very much this whole situation speaks to a lot of what Death Stranding also also talks about is that we need each other we need to be better to each other and it's only through us being connected to each other treating each other with some type of mutual respect can we forge a new path and uh really good but like a whole lot of weird shit in there (laughs) always the baby See a few people in chat talk about Zone of Vendors too. That's Zone home back. Vendors, yeah, yeah. That. yeah, that was big. All yeah, right, Zone of Vendors was a pack in with uh, Metal yes, Gear Solid with too. Metal Gear Solid too. Yep, you're yep. right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's jump over. Uh, I got one I want to ask you guys because uh, I had one that uh, I actually hadn't thought about in years, but it came to me this morning. Was around couch co op, mm. uh, not cast co op, couch co op. Ah, <laughs> Where um. You know what? Going back and thinking back, Dan, I don't know if you gave me this one or if this one was just on my list. But thinking back, like classic couch co-op experiences through the years, 
you have one that really jumps out to you, whether it be family, friends, competition, whatever it might have been that just jumps out to you. And, you know, the theme here being that I miss those days, man. I love online gaming. Do it every single day. Talk to you guys, other people, every single day gaming. It's it's still not the same. Still not the same as being in the same room. Right. Yeah, that, that was I mean, I that think you came up that the kind of piggybacking off of that kind of combining them. Like you have that one person in your life. Your life is kind of like your brother or sister in arms, you know, in gaming, you know, so like I miss the couch co-op stuff, you yeah. know, and that's what, you know, like the SSX kind of talked about earlier. That was so many hours into that game, just passing the controller back and forth, trying to outdo each other, you know, and it was it was that kind of stuff. And it's just kind of gone. Right. And I, I never had like it was always me and my brothers. You know, and like I would get one console, he would get the other console or, you know, it, it was it was and it was always this like deep rooted competition. But it was still that, you know, that love there that, you know, you know, even though I made him cry and I yell at him, no, there's no crying <laughs> in baseball and stuff. But, you know, it was it was one of those things where it's just like, you know, we can sit down and play together. You know, my, my friends and stuff, it was it was always it was the one I was, you get a little bit older, you know, high school twenties and stuff like that, where you're just like, yeah, I'm going to just do a lot of drugs and, and eat a lot of food, which I, you know, I do one of those things still, but you know, it's, 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 it's that, that was the kind of stuff where it's just like, you know, you turn your mind off and you kind of just immerse yourself into it, you know, and that's what those couch call games were, you know, you know, Mario Kart. And I seen my kids doing it now, you know, now they, they, they they're into the smash brothers you know yeah. and they've got their nephews up there and they're just four controllers going at it you know one time and it's mm-hmm. it's awesome man i mean I, I i miss that kind of stuff yeah you know yeah. but at the same yeah. time i i've grown to where you know i'm glad i had that moment but i yes. you know i also am okay with what i do now you know as far <laughs> as the hobby goes you know kind of keeping to myself playing a little bit online here and there but you know just really kind of Losing yourself in a game alone also has its perks. Of course, sure. of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rodimus taking us back. Look at this. Yeah, he hit his bag. He hit his NFL two K on the Dreamcast with the VMU playing going. Yeah, bro. I mean, I was just about to go in because it's like, yeah, couch co-op is important, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for I got for each generation, I got kind of different moments, and I'll go all the way back for Ains. Like, when it really hit me was the Master System having. The double dragon have hell yeah we talked co-op. about that yeah and yeah. solve had that and yep. he came over my house it was a packing and i'm like yo this is crazy we're playing together you know so it's like each generation i remember moments like that you know what is it genesis golden how Act. about river city ransom river city ransom was a big one you know what i mean and then like you know also from the co-op standpoint i don't want to lose sight of also sports game and the the one-on-one aspect in the crib so it's like you know there was that lakers versus celtics bowl the madden era you know what i'm saying like you know there was these moments with sports games where it would like it really was transformative and, and you, you guys are playing each other and it's like yo don't look at my playbook and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? that kind of thing and, you yeah. know it, it really got intense and then i shot a rodimus he brought up you know dreamcast with the vmu and stuff like that with the nfl you know the 2k series and things like that like it, it, co-op is just so much a part of why I think a lot. Now that I'm looking at my gaming history, like 
it's a big part of a lot of the systems I chose at the time because like even even turbo, you know what I'm saying? When they had the, the tap, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, five yeah. player tap and stuff like that. Like it, it really, really was a, a, a ball. I think for me, the ultimate co combination in co-op was was Halo One, you know, four player split screen, and then you know, but that kind of took us outside the box. So we're having so much fun doing this on one screen, four of us hang them high, you know, yeah. blood gulch, all that stuff. But then it's like, yo, we we could we could link this up and you get your TV and I get my TV <laughs> and then you can have your own screen. And then you know, yeah. Halo 2 evolves it to now it goes online. But again, it, it started from that foundation, right? That foundation of you with your friends playing together, having a ball, whether it be cooperatively, competitively, definitely, man. Yeah, co-op is it's a huge reason as to why I picked the ecosystems I like, you know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. For me, there's a few. I mean, you mentioned some of them, and, and there's several we could mention. Halo land parties, I used to coordinate yeah. those, and um, yeah, I mean, amazing. But I think right in my late teenage years, so 96, Nintendo 64 came out, right? Oh, so I had just graduated huge. high school at the time. Joe huge. was thinking about being born. Um, <laughs> Not quite there yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so right after that, right, once that kind of took off and Mario Kart came out and GoldenEye came out Ooh. and I was like Golden 18. Yeah, I was like 18 or 19. I got two things. So every day back when I was a, a, a real life degenerate, mm -hmm. um, I'd work my, you know, simple job. And then mm -hmm. we would go to our buddy's house and play four player Mario Kart. You could you would just show up. And there'd always be at least three or four people playing Mario Kart. Don't matter the time of day, anytime. Mm -hmm. And we would just eat and do other things, mm -hmm. illegal things, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and play Mario Kart, right? And then the yeah. other thing I always remember, this is the one that came back to me this morning, uh, and you guys will find this funny because you know how competitive I am. Mm -hmm. um, so at the time, I was the gamer in the group, right? Mm -hmm. So we're at University of Delaware. Um, where all my buddies were going to college and in the dorm room, GoldenEye came out and it was like spread like wildfire, right? Every dorm had GoldenEye running four player, you know, and I show up one night, I get down there, I work that day, I get down there at night, everyone's already drinking and partying and everything. And so, you know, start all that. And we come home at like 3 a.m. And this one dude was talking smack all night about GoldenEye. And my buddy, my best friend, Rich, at the time, he's like, dude, he's like, you got to get on with this guy and just show him what's up. And uh, so it was like 3.30 in the morning, half drunk. And we played. It must have been until the sun came up. And I just embarrassed him. And I, I must have been talking. I was probably talking like King by that point. Like that guy, he, he left that room so demoralized. Like he just wanted to keep replaying and keep trying. And I was just burying him and oh man i'll never forget that night it was one of the funniest sounds things like an odd job player <laughs> yeah once you know you have somebody like oh, that you're just like bro. oh yeah you, so you know you got him right and then yeah. you're in their head too and it's somebody? like yeah, yeah you sure you want to keep doing this and you just taunt them and taunt them and just bury them and man yeah. Good times. Yeah, the thing that replaced that now is the uh, the rage quit. You like got him. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you, have, but you don't have exactly. the same interaction anymore. When you yeah. see them later, they're just like, yep, yeah. Yep. It's like yeah, it's like a, a blank face that's gone. But <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, that's that's. I was about the same with that age. It was like with my cousins and I. But again, around the N sixty four, and for me, yeah, I was already out of school. I was already like on my first job, and um, didn't think I was on a job because I go to my cousin's house and we'd be up until four in the morning, you know, playing WCW versus NWO <laughs> oh, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, and Golden yeah. Eye. Wow. Those were like the two main ones. And then jumping back and forth between that and Madden Woo, was okay. like the, the couch co-op thing. And that was probably 
for me, like the last real time couch co-op was the thing, because by that yeah. point, you know, we were all getting older and you kind of go your separate ways. And, yeah. and we were yep. moving into like the worlds of like online gaming and yep. stuff like that. <clears throat> so but even with that, like, yeah, mine was more couch co-op, but I, I've never been like a huge, huge online co-op player. Like I've always been more of like a single player. I'm like, I'm like Sav and I, Cogger. And a big part of that, too, is, um, you know, being like raised like an only child. You know, the only times I would do the co-op things with my cousins and a lot of them weren't like online players. Like they just gotcha. weren't guys like that. Like they pick up and play like their few things. And some of them just got out of gaming in general. You know, so a lot of it in the community, like when I see people like goofing and like and, and what we call cracking on each other and stuff like yeah. that, and people get sensitive and mad, I'm like, why are you mad about that? That's not what that. it that's was. Nice. You know? <laughs> now it goes further. Yeah, when they go mm-hmm. too far, they make it personal. That's different. Yeah. But when I I can sit in and listen on the ILP, and I'm like, yo, these sound like my cousins. This is this is what's going on. This is how we were, you know, talking yeah. about stuff like that. So um, so yeah, so I'm trying to be more of a co-op player now and get more involved in multiplayer but i'll tell you the one that's kind of bringing it back to me now is my daughter okay. you know she's at an age now to where you know it's like the moment i get home from work she's like hey can we play this can we play this can we play this and i'm like yeah yeah no problem give that a moment and now she's actually <laughs> holding her own because we'll okay, play things okay. like Donkey Kong, you know tropical freeze and things like that and she's screaming at me <laughs> like, you know <laughs> like, you messed us up on that one that was supposed to do like, yeah. <laughs> you know my my kids okay. have eclipsed me at this point. Yeah, they they have, they have gone to that the next best, level. Best, I'm just like I'm just not. It's on the way, man. Like I said, you know, we're playing. You know, um, was it unruly heroes together and mm-hmm. stuff? And I'm like, she's actually holding her own in this. This is pretty. Nice. This is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. You know, at six years old. You know, wow. Like, wow okay. Have you, you played know? It Takes Two with her? I was I was wondering if. Would that be too much? Because I heard some of the later levels get really difficult, but I thought that would be a good one for us. So that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So we're me. I'm playing it with Bert. Actually, uh, uh, him nice. and I are playing it, and we're we're a few levels in. But it is especially I can imagine for a daughter like that, it would be mm-hmm. like almost magical, dude. Okay. The story is about a daughter uh, and her parents, uh, and then, but okay. the the world you play through are just it's incredible. Um. So oh, I, I don't know how hard it gets later on. I'm not that far into it. So someone in. I think uh, Mo in the chat and a few others have finished it. So comment if it if it's too okay. hard. But yeah, I would definitely and, and, check it yeah. out. And honestly, yeah, for her, it wouldn't even matter because she she's like you. She's like you mentioned competitive. I'm seeing that in her already. Like <laughs> it's like if I'm not immediately good at this, she's like pissed. If she wants to put the controller down. I'm like, I said, sweetheart, that's a part of games. You know, yeah. you watch daddy. You watch daddy play like you know like a Dark Souls type game or like a Sekiro, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to throw the controller, but I have to get back in there. Yeah, you just put it down for a moment and then you mm-hmm. come back. I said, but that's the good part of getting when you when you yeah. achieve it. Exactly. There's no feeling like it. She doesn't want to hear that right now. She says, yeah. like, no, I'm, <laughs> "I'm supposed to be good at this now, and it's supposed to yes. work." And I'm like, if wow. I ever spawn a child, mm-hmm. I'm gonna dunk on that kid so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me and Luke's that's mom it. are trying so hard. <laughs> oh man, um, oh, I'm a crick in my neck because she's insanely. <laughs> insanely flexible, but um, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, oh, honestly, it brings me back to Shadows of the Empire on N64. <laughs> Where did you connect these things? <laughs> I love how I just transition. Like, just it brings a whole new meaning to co-op. Yeah, just yeah. me and Luke's mom has a casual thing. Oh, period. Wow. Now I'm gonna start this new sentence. Um, <laughs> and she's insatiable. And, yeah, oh, hey, Miriam, I'm sorry. No 
one talks to my little Miriam like that. <laughs> Joseph Moran, you go apologize to your mother. You apologize to her right now. She is very disappointed. No. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I'll, yeah, I'll be right over. Eric, I told you. I told you, Eric. Get your boys. Get your boys. You got to go. Shadows of the Empire was an amazing game. It's one of my favorite Star Wars games. And I remember, I remember my brother and my cousin and I trying to kill the Wampa in, uh, in, oh, yeah. in the first level. Yeah, and that, that thing takes like a million shots to, to kill. Uh, I remember Goldeneye, my cousin would pick Odd Job, and we're like, dude, he's shorter than everybody else. That's unfair. He's like, no, he's not. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And God, every time, every time we force him off of Odd Job, he'd suddenly lose, and then he's back to Odd Job. He couldn't, he couldn't afford losing. <laughs> but yeah, like those couch co-op days are the ones that I, I, I miss the most because mm-hmm. yeah, my brother isn't the gamer as, as, as I am. Like, I, I walked down the other day. He's still playing Battlefront 2. Like on his PS5. I'm like, damn, there are so many games. <laughs> what are you doing here? The, the modern that you like Battlefront 2. Yeah, modern. Okay. Modern. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like he's still game. playing it. Great game, but like, you know, it is it is what it is. But like <laughs> it's it's old. <laughs> Go out there, buy yeah, something yeah. else. I don't know. Let um, me get this. Oh, sorry, Luke or Joe. Uh, let me get the super chat real quick from Wise Old Gamer. I used to play couch co-op with my wife. After that, resulted in two kids. She refused to play with me. She still plays with her new boyfriend. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I not grow up with a lot of himself. I grew up with a lot of people that did not play uh, couch co-op. It was not a uh, nice deal. Um, it was not a regular part, but when it did happen, it was a really cool magical moment. And it set up some of my favorite memories in college are taking the GameCube down to the basement of our, our, our dorm room where they had the big screen TV and, and hooking it up and playing Mario Strikers for hours or mm-hmm. uh, Double Dash back in the day. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. You know, Double Dash is still to this day my favorite Mario Kart. I don't know if it's the best one, one, but it was my favorite Um, just because of the memories we we made. And then uh, later on in life, my best friend Kevin and I would we would have people over to the house for PlayStation All-Stars tournaments or Street Fighter um, 3 or whatnot on 360 because it had 360 had a really good arcade games. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we would bring our fight sticks over or I would and and we would just have a, a good old time. And those those were not regular memories for me. But they stand out so far above the rest because there is something special about couch co-op. That said, I like today where my buddy lives two hours away from me. And we let Joe play with us too, and he's a couple hours away. (laughs) And like we every night almost, every night almost, and we're just we're just playing games. Yeah. And it's that's 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 better, I think. Yeah, I mean, it definitely connects us, right? Because like mm-hmm. like EJ said and Luke said, like we, we get older, you know, friends, life, life circumstances change. But, you know, sometimes it's just all about the party chat, right? Like yeah. it, it oh, really yeah. doesn't matter what you're doing. It's just that you're in there with your friends and you just, you know, shoot the shit. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. just, it's, it's fun. And, and, and that's the part that it, it takes us back to those couch co-op days when we were physically around each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that was a good point of the evolution of, of gaming and, and just having that because um, it, it takes you back. You, you, you just catch it up. Sometimes not even just games, just on life. I haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, bro, yeah. I remember you. I used to play this, that, and the third. And the other thing that's cool is, you know, I'm going to touch on it. I forgot this. I'm going to touch on it. It's like friends list where you, 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 you met games. I mean, met gamers in specific games 
And then they like your boys. Like you may sometimes you may have even met this person in real life, but because of your positive experience in a specific game with this person, you know what I'm saying? And then they go away for a while and you see that that you know, hey, that online status pop up, and you're like, yo, <laughs> what yeah. happened to you? You know what I mean? And then you yeah. just start. So I think that's the beauty of the online game, like Lucas saying, like it, it really these all these new friendships. I mean, to be honest, like that's part of how I met Attic. Like it was just like Yo, who's this loud, obnoxious kid in this party <laughs> chat? And, and he's just so opinionated. I'm like, yeah. but I like him. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> and then it just kind of bubbles from there. And we end up getting, having this dope friendship. But yeah, man, like the, the online era with the friend list and, and, and party chats and stuff like that. And to EJ's point, I go funny story. It's like, it's funny now to hear like the people who rage quick who, who can't take stuff, right? Who can't yeah. take the criticism. But like, I don't know about y'all, but I remember them them call of duty lobbies when 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 before like game chat was mandatory oh you yeah game chat, deal yeah. with who you was dealing yeah, with yeah you halo 2 halo 2 is like that too bro yeah. <laughs> it was real like you had you had to have a certain level of thickness of skin <laughs> yeah, you did. and then sometimes you you would have to give it to people after match like yeah yeah now <laughs> right like it was yeah. serious man i like, remember like call of duty was one of those where like you had a fucking nemesis in that match oh, and like in between the matches yeah. you're talking shit to each other yep yep you know you like, somebody to just, and just like i it. like your screen name but you suck as an individual yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's what i was like, gonna I say can't, you, I can't it was good them. to have someone in your core group that was good at talking shit because oh, you let them do all the talking right and then you just play this ball for loose yeah. <laughs> there be somebody you can't stand and you still add them to like you feel like I, but when you i can't stand them and i'm putting them in here because <laughs> you're not getting away yeah yeah, yeah you're right it was it's way different like then you had to put up with it you know yeah but but speaking of that, like xbox live think about this i remember like with halo 2 getting Ooh. an xbox live and you know for the first time and telling my boy i'm on the phone with him yeah like, Yo, so you're getting on he's there he said yeah we're about to fire it up did that Mm-hmm. And just get off the phone with him, putting on the headset and go, yo, I can hear you. Can hear, can you hear me? Transformative. Transformative, bro. Yeah. That's another like, one of those moments where you're just like, wow, man. Yep. Game is crazy. next level right now. Yep. Yep. Dano, yep. Halo 2 let you talk shit during the game if you're near. Yes. That's right. They did have proximity <laughs> chat. chat. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's 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 actually, you know, that's kind of where the teabagging really took off in Halo. Because mm. it was like, if you killed someone, you were right next to them. It was like, I got you. And you just, you know, you're really grinding it into them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, let me, let me ask you guys a couple of quick hitters. Mm-hmm. All right. Just random man, shit. Man. Finish mm-hmm. chewing. Oh, what are you eating? What are you eating? I know. Eating? What are you eating in here? It's delicious. All right. I'm done eating. <laughs> Speaking of eating, what is your go-to gaming snack? Do you guys have a go-to? Because this is something I'm very passionate about. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a peanut M&M's guy and or oh, peanut my butter man. M&M's. My man. Because you can't, you know, they don't get all over your controller. Yeah. You can't do like Cheetos or Bunions. I've tried. <laughs> it doesn't work. So, you know, sometimes depending on the game, I'll be like, you know, chowing down on some ice cream. You know, whatever that is. Do you guys have that one, like, drink, snack that you guys go to every time? Well, it's, 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 it's Joey starts eating there. I, I do, but it's going to be boring as shit. So I'll get mine out of the way. And you guys if it's like a protein drink, I don't even want to hear it. 
it's, it, it's pretty boring. It, it, and this is no joke because it's every night and I have to move my mic away and apologize to everyone because I try not to crunch in their ear because I hate that myself. But well, I, I got I just a story the, for you. <laughs> I have the unsalted mixed nuts from Costco, the big tub. Of big joke. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they just sit right there. I'm looking at them. They're literally right there on my TV. <laughs> Every night the lid comes off and it's just, you know. Is that like, what the hell is that that, that brand called? Like Founders something? Kirkland. Or? Oh, it's a Kirkland one. Yeah, okay. Kirkland. Yeah, 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 Costco yeah. brand. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking at them. They're sitting right there. Let, let Joe take Cheer you on a journey before I share. Uh, <laughs> oh, What's man. the worst sound in the world? Right? Someone crunching in your ear while eating. You would think. Let's take a step further. <laughs> Luke, I do it on purpose. <laughs> Luke, the old fuckalore over here, eats raisin bran, right, from the bowl. And you hear him scrape the bottle. You hear him. It's not top, top. It's, it's like, what are you doing? Eating fucking cereal with a fork? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's like the no. shovel on concrete sound. Like, the yes! moment. The it's, moment. Oh. The, it happened by accident once. The moment I found out it bothered Joe so much. Now I'm like, you know what? Two bowls of cereal is not too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have I have tripled my bathroom time just to annoy this man. Luke's like, what's going on? My stomach hurts because I've been trolling Joe the whole time we've been getting <laughs> <laughs> too much cereal. Yes, yeah. yes, Luke would chew on tinfoil just to piss me Yo, off. Raisin Bran with uh, Fair Life chocolate milk on it. Fair Life not, doesn't have lactose, so you can mm -hmm. do it, and it's got a lot of protein. And like, I real talk, this is the most obnoxious thing because Joe hate <laughs> Joe and Kev hate it. But I've been trying to get like in shape now, I got, mm -hmm. you know. And so I'm trying to look like Ains and, and Cog out here doing this Ninja <laughs> Life thing. So I'm, I gotta have my, I gotta have massive amounts of protein. And so this one, it was a protein bar, and I made sure I was right next to that mic. I tore that thing right on. Just get it out of the way. Just take the wrapper off, Luke. Just take the wrapper off. Who's eating a bowl of cereal with milk? How is that even possible? Yeah, like, what do you I can barely do it without it. That's what he's doing. It's like, then just have a meal at the diner or a dinner room table, whatever. Like, just... God, it's so bad. It's so I never, bad. Messy, never would I messy. do this to any of you, but the moment I found out it bothered me. It, 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 it was on. It was on. It was on. Oh, man. Salute. Yeah, my, my snacks have changed over the years because obviously, you know, gotten older. You got to kind of watch this. I mean, younger years, it'd be like a whole cheese pizza. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. yeah but uh, still but now it's more like uh, like skinny pop. Mm. You know, skinny pop's like a good one. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my one. But when I want to get crazy, you know, going back to what Dan is saying, like peanut M&M's, I'll put the oh, yeah. peanut M&M's in the skinny pop Ooh. and mix them around. Ooh. Like, no yeah. joke. I went to CBS. Yeah. They had the Easter peanut M&M's on sale for like a dollar a bag. Oh, I man. Like, so I, and then I put them all in a giant Ziploc bag. And <laughs> it just sits there and like, it just sits there. Me. <laughs> like raking them in. Yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I'm at the point now where it's like, you know what? I think I missed that, you know, health boat. <laughs> so i'm just i'm just like you know what i have the good life you know whatever happens i'm gonna enjoy it yeah you know yeah and, uh, you know I, I i diet i drink diet pop you know, oh, because this, is, this offsets everything else all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my my head that's how it works and also cashews 
<laughs> and also cashews. Obviously, yeah. that's the best thing Catholicism has just given us is the week after Easter, all the candies like a buck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. That's what I went to town. You can't, I mean, it's too good of a deal. Like, mm-hmm. they, exactly. I, I never ate it. I was like, man, I got these for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. I could have eight Reese's right. for like yep. a dime. Right. Let's do it. So, yeah, speaking, speaking of money, this is my other quick hitter. Mm-hmm. What, how much ballpark this do you think you've spent in your years of gaming? On oh, the hobby, like I oh, even Ains over here crying oh, because God, I can, I, can I know just walk, walking down into his room, I can ballpark it. But how much do you think? Like, like <laughs> over ten thousand, over ten thousand, ten thousand, yeah. 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 more than ten thousand. I mean, on what exactly? On gaming, on the hobby, Everything gaming related hobby, hobby. I'm talking Bro. consoles, games. I'm talking statues. Mike, Bro, the moment like, I could afford my I rent, can't. it was over. It was yeah. over. It just became this is my life now. Yes, and it's it yeah, it's what I love. That's right. Yeah. That's just, that's some people time. like jet skis. Some people like jet exactly. skis. How, you know, yeah. that's thousands of dollars worth. It. Rock yeah. on, do your thing. But the moment I found out that I could take care of my family and myself, mm-hmm. and then have what I loved, disposable. Here yep. it was here mm-hmm. statues behind me. You know, what I'm yep. saying like that's what's gonna happen. I'm not king, <laughs> but it, but I'm happy. You know yep. what I'm saying. Like, he's just I'm trying happy. to figure out how much is in that frame that he's got no, just in this picture. I actually, I actually joked with my wife the other day. Like, literally, you guys can't see it, obviously, but I, this is an alcove here, and there's statues, like the big statues, all the way around it. Ooh. And I, I told her, I said, if you look at the current value, there's probably 25 grand sitting there, right, yeah, just there, just right, right there, right. Um, but no, I mean, in all seriousness. <laughs> I could have yeah. bought a, I could have bought a, another house. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not even joking because if yeah. you think yeah. if if you think no, I'm not even joking about the statues and stuff, but like over the years, you know, I'm 40 yeah, right. going to be 43 years old and I used to buy in trade games including Neo Geo, the big ones, right? With oh, a lot of money. I mean, I have like 400 feedback on eBay from buying and selling and trading games Ooh. constantly. So I mean, you mm-hmm. look at 30 years of buying oh. everything gaming related like yeah. You're in hundreds and hundreds of thousands. No yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought about it the other day. I was just like, "This is insane." Yes. Like what it's I could have wild. done. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's worth it because yeah, it's 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 just it's that's what you do, right? I mean, that's right. our that's our thing. You know, it's 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 never gotten to the point where I, I looked at something and went, eh. you know, aside aside from me, like, do I have room for it? That's right. always that's the thing. It's not like oh, I don't care how much. Do I have room to put this somewhere? You know, because and I think. There's there's no and no judgment. There's just no amount that you can put on, you know, what it brings, I think, to all of us here and guys mm-hmm. in the chat and guys, you know, everybody that's into the hobby. But it's just it's just when you sit down and you actually start processing what you have or have had, you know, and you can go back and say, OK, well, I traded this game in for like three dollars at GameStop. So you can take that off of your total if you really want to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it makes you feel better and balance it out. But mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Yo, can I can I jump in on one point there? Mm-hmm. To to anybody that right now that's not rocking the disposable income and you don't have the statues and whatnot, then that stuff doesn't matter. It makes us happy no. when you can do it, but you are not more or less of a fan right, if you correct. don't or do have the statue. Correct. And that was something Absolutely that took not. me too. I'm saying that because it took me too long to realize that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I still love this game or this franchise, but I didn't have my walls covered in it or the statue mm-hmm. for it or whatnot. And that is absolutely okay. And yeah, that's something yeah. that took me yeah. too long to figure out. So yeah. I just want I want to I like to pass that message on because yeah, there was not too long ago 
where I had not, not a dollar penny to my name. I was living in someone else's house, Kev's house. Um, I was living in Kev's place, you know, like trying to make it. And that doesn't make you more or less, or you love it more. Like you don't love a movie more or less or something more or less based on how much you spend on it or whatnot. Cause you all have, we all have different time, uh, time that we can dedicate to a game. And like Cog and I were talking not too long about destiny and outriders and whatnot. Some that's a some of those games are a grind. Right. You yeah. don't love it more if you play it more or love yeah. it less. Some real world's real world. Like, that, and we for I just wanted to pass that on because that's no. That, I, I think I you're right because I think that's social special. media compounds that problem. Right? Yep. There's yes. that fear of missing out, and there's people showing off the stuff. They get guilty of it, obviously. Um, and I, and I don't. Yeah, that that's that's not what makes you a fan of gaming no, or no. or anything yeah. to do with it. It's just something I now in this point in my life am able to do. Um, right. But I've been there where, I, you know, it was like, all right, I got to sell some shit I own to buy this Ooh, game I want, you know, what yeah. can go um, yeah. so I can get that one game. I, we've all, well, I don't know if we've all been there, but, you know, we've oh, been no, there. No, no. That was, was going to be one of my questions. Like, do you guys have a regret of something that you let go of that you oh, wish you had? Because I know I did. Right so I just shared it a few I got one ago. right now. Oh, man. Yeah. What you got? And that's, that's I had my N64 call. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. I, because I, this one really fucking pisses me off <laughs> my brother sold our original super nintendo Ooh. all of the games this is the problem game. this is why you don't understand the greatness mm. that is the super nintendo no 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 no, no. <laughs> this was this was like past the n64 like this is like the week before they're like no more super nintendo games we're not taking them in the eb games mm. uh but my brother traded all that in for oh god oh god, oh god. not siphon filter what's splinter cell there you go he yeah. traded it for the original splinter cell and a few other wow. xbox games and i never forgave him for it <laughs> until a few years uh <laughs> like five years ago or five or six years ago we went into a retro place he's like pick a pick a super nintendo out there i'm sorry <laughs> and i'm like all right it's this. Yeah, the only yeah, way yeah, you make yeah, good, really. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, that one hurt my my soul. And the the thing that I sold that I regret is Red Dead Redemption, the original one. It's far better than two. Um, I have hundreds of hours in that game. It's one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, unlike two. And <laughs> How many times do you want to get muted in one show? Just, just it's do boring, it. Ains. It's not good. <laughs> it's, you know, it's boring. funny. Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2's mechanics aren't that far off from the first one either. Hey, right? And yeah, so, I feel bad for Ains. They cover it. But Ains, I love the story. Though. I love the story. But yeah, I got oh, pissed off with that boy. game when I did nothing wrong and a horse ran into me and I got like a yeah. bounty. I'm like, you know what? The hell with this. That'll happen in real life. <laughs> This is the Wild West, goddammit. That's what's supposed to happen. But I treated it in for a connect. Oh! Well, Ouch. When the, an original connect or the Xbox One? Original. Connect? Original. So many people don't know this. The original connect is still the fastest selling device yeah. of all time. Which is, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not too far off in the moment. Looking back, mm-hmm. you know. And I never had a room where I could use one. I'm six seven. I never had the room. Like, <laughs> like, dude, just give it up. You can't do yeah. this. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. Real time. Yeah. If I ever stand next to EJ, I'm just gonna be like, yo, what up, man? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you're what's up? Odor is looking up at EJ. My God. Yeah. And they were like, King's big, and I was like, dude, I'm not a small guy, and King makes me look small. Dan's the same way. Dan makes me look. Dan's a big dude. Like, makes me look small. Seeing Bert next to Dan, Bert is 160 pound, five foot six. Double that. 
Yeah, half Spanish. Yeah. Like I have a picture of Dan standing next to him. I swear, Bert looks uh, like his baby brother. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. You know, you yeah. know, that's an interesting question because I, I look back. We talked about like trading in games, and just full disclosure, like I asked that prior question about you know how much you think you spent to basically, you know, I feel better about my Anthem currency purchase. You know. <laughs> Now, you know, I just needed that to be validated, and you guys did that, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Or justified, sure. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, wasn't like, gaming. Like, I always – it was just, like, an always – next thing up, you know, back in the day when when you didn't have that disposable income, Mm -hmm. it was – I'm trading it in. I had to make make that decision. You know, and it's always hard, Mm -hmm. you know, until you start – you know, GameStop comes out, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you $200 towards this new console. And it's like, oh, that sounds way better than the $50 you've been offering, you know, for the past year. But there was – I had a comic book collection, Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily gaming related, but that was probably the one thing that – I think I sold it at a garage sale, like, all in one. It was, like, boxes and boxes (laughs) of it. Ever since that day, I think I've regretted that, you know, Mm -hmm. because there were so many – big comics in that in that collection and i never really went through and i I just got to the point where i was like i just got to get rid of it you Mm -hmm. know and i was just like i just need to say goodbye Mm -hmm. but you know a lot of a lot of those you know i kind of missed that kind of stuff but so it it was just like a you're you're essentially just a product of where you're at and what your station is at that time you know as far as the gaming stuff goes you know i was gonna say it's funny because i have too many examples here to list you don't want to see me cry on camera um But I've told the story before that, you know, I just mentioned Neo Geo. I had an American. So if you know Neo Geo, the home consoles, the Japanese one's much easier to get and it's cheaper mm-hmm. because they made a lot more of them. So I had an American mm-hmm. Neo Geo AES, it's called. And then I had a custom MVS, which is the arcade board yes. that you could hook up to TVs with custom uh, sticks. And I had a collection of the wow. US and Japanese AES games, the home ones, and I had arcade boards. Wow. Um, mm. And I literally sold all of that after leaving the neo geo community for car parts um because i'm a car wow. guy too you know mm-hmm. and car parts with uh, for a car that i sold two years later um <laughs> and i show you know i show these guys i talk to now like one of those games one of the aes games now if you look on ebay it goes for three to four thousand one game Damn. so you think about how much a whole oh. collection would be i added up it's somewhere like tens and tens and tens of thousands it just makes wow. me proud but Dan, to your point, like I think that's those types of moments in my life. I don't know about you guys, where I've my PS1 Japanese art role playing game collection, right? Those games are worth tons of money now and so hard to find. Um, there's just tons of games like that. And now, which you guys very well know me looking around this room, I'm afraid to get rid of anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I, I may just have something stored away that I'll never look at for years. And I'm like, I can't sell that. I'm going to want that 10 years. From now. You <laughs> yeah. know what I, mean? yeah. I become like a game hoarder. Yes. Yes. I mean, you no. literally build extra shelves in your garage. You know, I literally—he's you know. not lying. Yeah. He's not I mean, lying. I, I literally installed hanging shelves in my garage a few months ago. With my son-in-law <laughs> to put empty statue empty boxes, boxes because there is no more room in my house for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the boxes become a thing too. Like you're like, where am I going to put these Box- boxes? Statue boxes you know, are statue boxes. like you said. If you do decide mm. to sell, the value is better when you have. The box to do with it. I remember you telling me that, and I was like, "Yeah, that, that is true too." But, mm-hmm. uh, but what Dan is saying is true also because I was the same way. Dan, I had like probably like eleven long boxes of comic books. Yep. And when I got married, and my wife and I were going to move in, I was kind of like, 
I have nowhere to put them. I legit have nowhere to put them. And I and the thing is, I had to let them go, and I let them go for nowhere near what the value exactly. of most of it was. But I just it just had to be done. And now you go back, you're like, Jesus Christ, I wish I still had this one. I had this right. one. And then you look at the value. I'm like, I had that. Yep. <laughs> and now some other guy has it, and his comic shop is flourishing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man. To even that. point fun at Luke, because you know I love to do it. Like, we have a Dragon Zord in my basement somewhere. Shut up. Do you really? Yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so. The, 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 I'm sorry. The joke is. Tell your mother to take a picture of it for you. There you go. <laughs> you ever have that, that one toy or that one thing that you as a kid you couldn't get? My family yeah. did. We oh, didn't yeah. have the disposable income at the time. Yep. Dragon Zord. Like, I, I, to this day, still want it. It's like three, four hundred bucks on eBay. And like, I just, I can't justify that even now. Right. Hmm. Um, but, Man, Dragonzord was was mm-hmm. the the thing. And that's a good. That's a good question, actually. What's what's that one thing you couldn't have when you were younger? You could go back and get it now. I'm sure all of us could. But mm-hmm. what's that? My, mine was the uh, GI Joe aircraft carrier. Ooh. Oh man. man, I always wanted that thing. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted more to the Transformers combiners. Yes. The only one I ever had was um. I never forgot. I was like, I had like good grades one time. Like I was like, all right, we're gonna get you something. Yeah, <laughs> and then oh, uh, it was it was devastating. I was so the constructor cons, the constructor oh, cons. Yeah, like the full because like it, it, in the hood, you only could get them individually. So that was the first this time one, I went yeah. to Toys R Us. I was the, I literally that's my first Toys R Us experience, and they had they the, had the, the complete box. Yeah, the full box. Yeah, They're all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they can form the mighty devastator in my house. This is, this is magic. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, no, Transformers was a thing, and oh, I, yeah. I missed it. I, I, I had I, something happened. I, I lost them, man. I had all those things. I think the most I was that the Stunticons, obviously Optimus Prime, all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I missed not having that stuff. All that stuff got lost over the years. Oh, yeah, I wanted a Castle Grayskull, never got that. Yeah, me too. But, um, but I also did a dumb thing because I don't know if you guys ever you loan something to someone as a kid and you never see it again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> me, I had the I had the entire I don't know Luke and uh, Joe man I remember these but you guys probably do the entire Silverhawks collection. Oh yeah. Uh, what? I had all the Silverhawks <laughs> and I loaned so... them to a guy to borrow like I think like maybe like the one yellow Voltron lion to play with the weekend. <laughs> You needed that leg. You needed that leg. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and that was sort of Silverhawks. Kid again. left the school. Oh, never man, saw him no. again. And I was Oof. like, Jesus Christ, man! Like that was it. So yeah. Silverhawks, it, it never took off like Thundercats did. But Silverhawks were pretty cool though at the time. Oh, you know, that was like, yeah. that was like, yeah. So, but yeah, man, that that one hurt. That one hurt. But one of the things I did to afford something else. Like we said, you go back. There was a time where we did things to get the next thing. That's gamers. You know, you want to be mm-hmm. included. So I had my N64 and I had like a tremendous collection of games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had like all the gold cartridges for the Zelda. I had a golden eye. I had oh, so many yeah, different so. games in there and I sold them all on eBay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking, I don't know why I just did because I was, mm-hmm. I had FOMO. I was like, I got to get this. I don't even remember what it was that I was trying I to do. Check I, was, yeah. Yeah. And I think back because I would love to have all that. I'm trying to go back and get a lot of it, and looking at the prices on some of it, I'm just like, that's what that's what makes it hurt more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is when you go to look up the price, that. don't do that. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. like the mm-hmm. Rob the Robot. I had that Ooh. from the original NES. Now, this one wasn't yeah. my fault. This one wasn't mm-hmm. my fault. But I was sitting at work, uh, my old an old job I had, and I said, you know, it'd be really cool to put on the desk my Rob the Robot. I'll put him on the desk. It'll be cool. 
come to mom's. I'm like looking for Rob the robot. Like I'm like, where's you remember that? She's like, oh, years. I put that in the stack for uh, Goodwill. She's like, I didn't know Goodwill. You I'm like. Which goodwill? Like there's so many in the area too. And I'm like, oh geez, man. So that's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh. oh it's funny, crazy. real quick. You I know look at the price you know, of those. You mentioned Castle Grayskull, and this is a true story. So my parents split when I was younger. I left, lived with my mom. We had no money, mm-hmm. and she couldn't afford to get me a Castle Grayskull. And she used to try and do whatever she could. To kind of entertain me and make me happy, right? She literally, I'm not joking, she literally cut out and drew on a box of cardboard to make me my own castle for my He-Man figures that I still wow. have. Oh, and, and, and at the time, I was like, well, this isn't Castle Grayskull. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> right. now no, you look back on it and you're good. like, my mom is awesome. That's, that's you know? My mom took a picture of a Power Rangers poster for me because we were struggling. <laughs> like I never owned a single Power Rangers Zord that like forever, ever, except for a Falcon Zord. Somehow we managed to pull that one on. But my mama <laughs> took a picture of a poster at the store for me yeah. so that. I, when we got when we got it developed, because you don't you, you got to burn through film at the time, right? Mm-hmm. When we got it, I could have a Power Ranger picture, and my grandparents went to every McDonald's in an area around the Power Rangers movie time, so I could have a full collection of those versions of the Zords. What? That's that like you at the time. I'm like. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, guys. Adult <laughs> <laughs> me is like tearing up at the tearing effort up. that yeah, they put okay, through. Yeah. I know cool. exactly what you yeah. mean, and yeah, it's it's awesome, like that bro. is a special memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want yeah. to share that too, like because I'm the same as Ains. Like my my parents divorced when I was like a couple of weeks old, mm-hmm. and mom is like, yeah, she couldn't get everything, but she got mm-hmm. the things that mattered. She knew I like gaming, so I had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. You know. I had the NES. It didn't. It didn't. It may not have been there on Christmas or mm-hmm. like when they first came out because these things were hard to find. But she made it yeah. happen. So I had the full NES with the Rob, like I mentioned. Wow. I had the Genesis, and I remember a few years back, and you guys probably remember this too, when Colin Moriarty did an article on IGN where he did the cost um, of inflation versus what. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I'm sitting there reading that article, and I literally, I'm not even kidding. I'm sitting at my desk crying. Yeah. Because I'm like, Jesus Christ, a single mom made this happen. Mm-hmm. She probably went into major debt doing it. You know, because that's just how you, you just did what you had to do for your kid. And I just remember picking up the phone and calling. And I just said, thank you. Yeah. yeah and she's like, well, thank you for it. I'm saying, I'm looking at this article and I'm seeing how much this stuff costs and you made it happen. And, and all I can think is a punk kid. I got it. Oh, I'm happy. I'm running yep, off. Yep. Now I'm realizing the impact. What else may have been sacrificed for that happiness? Yep. You know, but she yeah. made it happen. You know, yeah. it's beautiful. DJ, awesome. um, the so two weeks, three weeks ago, Ains, I was on one on one. And she yeah, protected yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, a couple weeks ago. My, that was the first podcast my mom has watched of me, mm. probably in and ever. Um, I put it on Facebook, I think, because uh, my mom uses Facebook, and she called me ten minutes into that crying. <laughs> ten <laughs> minutes into that crying, I got to have that memory because of you, Ains. Yeah, but that was that was cool. Wow. Shout out to mom. Shout yeah. out to moms, man. Same thing. Yeah. Mama Cog, man. She she dealt with so much. She dealt with <laughs> crazy, wild kids. The South Bronx making all type of noise, hooting and hollering, and <laughs> just crazy. This mad. Could you imagine, like you know, a small bedroom, like apartment, like it, it's like thirteen kids <laughs> and passing the controller and and, and going. Then we're, we're carrying it from 
inside to outside. Yeah, I beat you and hey, you know, like it just it was just this nonstop thing. But for to her to have the discernment to say, you know what, I rather I know what he's doing and he's here. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and he's exactly. not getting into trouble and he's not doing anything crazy because, you know, it it was rough. So so salute to her because I remember when we did IOP, you know, and. I'm like, I need you to see it because she she knows King. She knows so these, you know, I grew up with them. So she's like, oh my God. Like she she watches. She watched on the game. I was like, yo, that was so dope. So she's like, oh my God. You know, she's calling us out by you know, real name. He's so older now. Look at him. <laughs> you know, kind of because they remember like, you know, these these rambunctious kids now older and mature and doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it was she was very proud of it. And I told I, I told her, I told the rest of the guys that she watched it. That's you know, awesome. Shout out to That's awesome, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. My dad still has no idea what's going on up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I had um, one of my aunts told me that um, some years ago. She said, um, she said, I know like you and your cousin used to get together. And she said, and I used to, you know, she'd order us food and like hang out or whatever. And she said, I love those days. She said, because I knew where you guys were. Same thing like the Santa Claus. She was like, I didn't mind doing that. She said, it was beautiful. Like I miss, you know, like you got you coming over like right yep. after like school after work Ooh, and yes. you guys would just hang out all night and you know and stuff yep. like that. She goes, but I knew where you were. And I knew you guys were safe. And I Same knew this thing. and that. Yeah. Same thing. Solve bomb used to call my mom all the time. Oh, wait, we don't know what he's at. Oh, he's over there. They played the game, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're playing that Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even you saying, like, everything was yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, facts. facts. Yeah. Fawn's right. in the chat with a, a good comment here. Fawn's, what's up, brother? Struggles are real. As a kid, you just don't know at the time any of it. Yeah, I never mm-hmm. saw myself before until I got to be an adult and look back. We can appreciate mm-hmm. the stuff as adults. So 100%, man. 100%. And it's, you I know, I don't I was... know about we're, we're going down a weird, we're way off of gaming yeah. at this point yeah. a little bit, but I was just going to say I, I don't know about you guys who have kids but for me you know i look at what my son upstairs is going to be 16 this year now he's my youngest uh yeah i'm old um <clears throat> but like I, I i know the experience he's had through his life and some great moments and times and friends and all that stuff right he doesn't know any struggle uh, you know he he's never had any struggle about and i don't spoil him i'm not big on that because of how i grew up but he doesn't know any struggle. He's never been in a real fight. He's never had, you know, op- I asked him the other, like last year at school, do you ever see a fight? Have you ever seen a fight? Like a real fight? Real fight. No. Have you ever, you know, did, do people kind of uh, get on each other and really kind of, you know, are there issues you have to deal with walking down a school or walking down a hallway? No. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just Where are you going to learn today? It's, a different, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so different. Like, the, I don't know, you know, about you guys. Like, it's just a very different. different era now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My at, least, parents, at least from my perspective, which is limited. Yeah. My parents really told it to us straight when we were younger. Um, like we, like I knew what position we were in. So I was, I, I knew I was very lucky when we got certain things and look, I would still like throw temper tantrums. I was not the perfect kid or whatever, but we had a, at oh, least yeah. an understanding that like, Hey, <laughs> like they, they tell it to us like, Hey, listen, it, it budget's tight, you know? And there's a, there's an understanding to, to that. I think that I was able to get at as a young kid. So like, Everything that I got, I I I appreciated the hell out of it, um, yeah, and it wasn't too. until like later on in life that we'd start like moving things in buckets or like tossing things in recycling or Goodwill or whatever have you. It was always a 
holy shit, I knew my dad worked his ass off because I barely saw him as a kid mm-hmm. to get this N64. You know, um, yep. that's, that's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's, those are the, the reasons why I think we cherish him so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Also, Luke Good sucks. Stuff, <laughs> <laughs> gotta bring it back. Yeah, you had to bring it back. <laughs> gotta bring it back. I got, I got, I, I got one I want to ask, uh, okay. and we've kind of touched on it is you look back on gaming, right. And, and over all the years we've talked about now, do you have a crowning achievement? I think Dan, this might've been one of yours Ooh. crowning achievement, whether it be an actual achievement or trophy or whatever, or something you accomplished tournament, something you did with friends or you pulled together, whatever, you know, something that you look back on, on your gaming history and say, this is always going to be a, a very cool thing. I look back on or really appreciate in my gaming life hmm. i think the way the, i'll go first because i feel like there are better answers after mine but because <laughs> of the way you said achievement i thought about actual achievements that yeah. i've gotten and uh the redeemer achievement and for 100 in red dead one stands okay. out uh lone wolfing on legendary um Halos 4, Reach, and 5. I really actually enjoyed the Lone Wolf. Sorry, Luke. Joe's interrupting oh, you with, with re- room rearrangement. Nice. I love um, this. Yeah, Bloodborne, a game so good, Sony made a sequel. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, um, but, but then in real life, um, to kind of go to the the happiness that that now disposable income has afforded me having what was once thrown away by game stops but it was really hard to find for me was the halo 3 uh collector's edition helmet and then the yeah. halo reach statue and having the 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 pops and so like have collecting halo 5 stuff and then the, like having just getting to, to walk upstairs and see I didn't have it at the time, right? Somewhere to have the Xbox One X Scorpio edition and then the Gears 5 specialist be on a shelf. I didn't have to trade those in. Mm -hmm. Um, that that's the first time that's ever happened, and that was what a year ago, two years like first time that's ever happened. So, I guess the feeling of, of, of being able to put something on display is another actual achievement. Um, that's fair. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one from Kevin. He said, I know this was a huge one for people as an actual achievement, again, like you're talking about uh, in, in terms of games beating through the fire and flames on Expert the first time. Ooh. I remember Ooh. people like whoever could do that on, was it Guitar yeah. Hero or Rock Band? It was one of them. Yeah. Um, but whoever could do that, that was a huge thing at the time, I remember. Yeah, for me, it's, it's a couple. I mean, competitively, I know, as we you talked about, the Tekken tournaments, winning oh, Tekken yeah. tournaments, going in New York City, uh, Chinatown Fair, where the Korean scene was intense. This is like pre-esports era, and oh, yeah. just playing the best of the best and, and learning. It was literally like a karate flick. You you know, the, you go to the dojo at home, you're training up, and and then you put your skills to the test against some of the best players in, in the space. So Tekken 3 was like prime time for that. And... um yeah, just being your, your boy. Your boy had a run, man. I, you know, your boy was, was <laughs> dominant. That was a game that, you know, I used to run through the click. We we would do sweats where it was like we'd face each other. We kicks off. Kaibots was a beast of that. And I like, element, yeah. yeah, it was literally you fight 
until one person had a 10 win advantage over the other person. Mm. And it was nonsense. It could go all night. It, <laughs> it was the battle of attrition, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. just dominance and learning and counter styles and all that stuff. So the Tekken era for me definitely was special. Man, it is so many. As far as like achievements, I remember the Call of Duty campaign era when veteran mode was a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And beat the game on veteran. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Oh, my God, Modern Warfare. So what it became was I had to learn to like kind of cheat the game because you would realize these enemies are not going to stop coming. <laughs> and I had to like kind of force my way to certain checkpoints to get to it was brutal, man. But I remember like I remember getting veteran achievements and that thousand gamer score in a game, and you're just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like you, yeah you felt that, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, like my my hot club on uh that's one of the best known achievements too. Oh, on oh man, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, bro. Yeah, I never got that. So bro. let me talk about the game of the ge- last generation because it just gets <laughs> no, you you already <laughs> talked about Red Dead too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, no, 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 not games I fell asleep to. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Bloodborne here. Doesn't for a that take place in a dream? Let's go. It's the most beautiful dream you ever done have. <laughs> let's go, baby. Well, you know, Luke would like to make jokes. Well, Crackdown got sequels. Well, Crackdown was held up by Halo demos, right? That's why people bought the goddamn game in the first place. Anyway, so yeah, Bloodborne way, for yeah. me is. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> you know Fonz go around. Yeah, I know Fonz in the house with us. Yeah. Uh, also, no. Joe <laughs> will die this year when Bloodborne 2 is announced. He will die. I will. F- <laughs> yeah. I, I I think about that often. I'm like, when do we see it? We will see it. It yeah, has to happen. Am I going to cry? Am I going to shout? Am I going to scream? Am I going to get up? What noises am I going to make? What, what's you better get a life reaction? alert. Yes, yes, I fucking I will have to. You know, like, yeah, I will point, have I'll, cry for, I'll cry for Bloodborne sixty frames per second. Yeah, yes. right? yeah this point. <laughs> hold out hope. Hold out hope. Yeah, yeah. Bloodborne two. Or sorry, Bloodborne is is my is my favorite platinum. One of my favorite games for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got the platinum after beating it, God knows how many times, mm. there was a sense of completion there. Yeah. Now, I still need to do the old Hunters DLC. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I have 100% the whole thing. Oh, I'm, so waiting for the, I'm waiting for that 60 FPS mode to do that. It's okay. going to happen. You just got to have faith. Yeah. So Bloodborne is 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 the achievement for me uh, as a gamer. 110%. So, so we talked about selling stuff a little while ago. Um, this is not a joke. I just sold like five months ago the Bloodborne and old hunters guides the collector's guides because the old hunter's guide no joke goes for almost 300 dollars. jesus, mm, jesus um, Christ. yeah because it, they didn't make many of them and i right. guess Blood, bloodborne fans are rabid so <laughs> they uh yeah i was like i don't need that. give us what we want we get comics we get all these statues we get all this merch for bloodborne there's just sony just likes to tease us because they're <laughs> yeah. they, oh they hate like, us you know so you much want it, so we're not gonna do it exactly <laughs> By the way, yeah. Danos is my crowning achievement, rank 50 MLG playlist Halo 3. So Ooh. for those of you who don't know, Ooh. that's a that's a gaming achievement right Ooh, there. That is that is, yeah. that, uh, that is not easy to do. Yeah. Uh I'll go real quick. I think uh yeah, for achievement platinum for me would be the second row platinum. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Did you really like that, that game? I really did like second row. Uh, I remember <laughs> okay. reading your review on it. Um, yeah, I had a lot of the same mixed. issues that you did. 
But I think ultimately in the end, I, I really did enjoy it. There are definitely some things I think annoyed the hell out of me. But it was I was kind of okay with it because it was so different than everything else they that's fair. That they did. Yeah. Uh but yeah, but I was like really on with you, like, yeah, this is I'm not liking this part of this, this, and this. But what I ended up liking is the fact that the game pushed me to a point to where it almost broke me. Ooh, I remember sure like DMing, I remember DMing Sam and Nick, and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna get this platinum. And it Ooh. was the second uh fight with Owl Father. Okay, you're fighting him in um Lady Butterfly's like lair. Mm-hmm. So you just really I'm just like it took me, I was on him. I think I beat Sword Saint faster than I beat him. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And you know how hard that Sword Saint battle was yes. at the end, right? Yeah. But whatever it was, it was just maybe it was the area. I don't know what it was. And I'm sure other people will probably jump in and say, oh, he was he was so easy. Because yeah. I love when people do that online. Like, oh, yeah. But, perfect. Sure, easy. Yeah. 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 But in that fight, I was like, it was like eight hours. I'm fighting him to the point mm-hmm. where you know how you do with those games. I put it down and I, yeah. I DM Sam and Nick. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do it. And I'm not the kind of person that... It, I will go to bed mad. Yes. Like this fucking game. Son of a big game. Like, what am I not doing? And I'm just like, I keep, I'm, I keep at it. Then the next day I got up. The next yeah. day I got up and I got him. Yeah. Nice. But, and that happens a lot for whatever yeah. reason, man. You just got to re- refocus, right? It just right. like centers you. But he was working me. I was like, <laughs> good Lord, man. What is, <laughs> you know? And then it was that thing where you get him. I had him down to like the last. And it was like, and I, Got overzealous and I did yep. the wrong. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. But yeah, but I finally got the platinum in that. And I was like, you know nice. what? It wasn't, it didn't feel as good as the Bloodborne Platinum, but it felt good for the fact that I did it. Yeah. I didn't let the game beat me because it would have still been haunting me if I just put it down and oh, never went back yeah. to it. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I did it. I earned it. We're good. I'm never going back. <laughs> Actually, no. I probably will play through it again. Now it's got the 60 frames per second, but I don't have, yeah. to, have to worry about the platinum portion of it. Again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's there's so. some weird thing about from software games. You said getting overzealous is like you do. You you overcome that initial wall, and then all it takes is that one moment of arrogance yep. to where you think I can get an extra hit in right here. What and you time. swing, oh my God. and as soon as you hit that button and swing, you said, "Oh, I done fucked up." Okay, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, hey, here and it then comes. You, you get killed, and you're like, "Ah, yeah, like, gotta be yeah. greedy." Mm-hmm. Damn it! Yeah, mine, mine aren't. Like, you guys are like, "Oh, Bloodborne, Sekiro, all these games that are super difficult." <laughs> I'm over here like, I got Pirate Legend and Sea of Thieves. Now, I want to say, I grew. That was a grind. That was a grind. I don't do what these people do nowadays where it takes them like 24 hours with this yeah, you did that like two years ago yeah it that that was some, this, this whole new cfe's community can eat a dick. <laughs> okay i mean that, that, I, I can't even it, it, this, when that game launched i'm just this is a small rant alpha beta you know it was a different kind of community now it's just i don't want to do the work so I'm just gonna steal from everybody. I understand it's a thieving <laughs> game. I told totally you. Hey Joe, that. what's the title of the game? I understand <laughs> that. It's called right? Sea of Thieves. Oh, oh shit. shit. What is it? What is it not, Joe? You what is it not? Earn it. See your friends. You have to earn it. I mean, listen, see if you want to go and like just you know, like half of these people that haven't even picked up a damn shovel in the game, they just run around and you know, so I've just okay, I've gotten to the point now where, where I see people start chasing me. Like I will just run and I do that not because I don't want to fight them, but because it's going to waste their time. Like I will, like I had one guy follow me for three hours and he couldn't figure it out. 
Hey. And I was just like, yeah, go ahead. I have nothing better to do. I've got a bag of <laughs> peanut M&M sitting next to me in a diet Mountain Dew. Let's go. Hey, God, we met your cousin the other day on the seas and he would not leave us alone. He ruined our whole voyage, but you know what? It's not nice. to see your friends. <laughs> anyway, so I feel like I earned that. And then this, this is stupid, but back, what was that? It was like mirror's edge. I played through that game. Didn't use the gun. That was like for at the time and given my declining skills at the time, this, this was like humongous for me. Like I put it on, it was like the hard level, whatever it was. And I did the whole thing without ever shooting the gun, which was like a big thing back then. But now I look back on it and like, yeah, like if I were like 10 years younger at that time, probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But since I have no, you know, my hand-eye coordination is garbage and my, and my hands shake now. So, you know, welcome to 45. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. But, you know, as far that's, I think my first like 1,000 out of 1,000 was an Assassin's Creed game. Nice. My first platinum, I think, was Spider-Man. You know, so I, I didn't, I don't really chase after the achievements it's those little ones like that that are yeah. you know that kind of mean more to me because uh, i know where i'm at like skill wise i know that there's you know no chance of me ever probably doing that again if i went back to it now it would it would be a disaster so yeah mine's i think i've told this story before but it's going way back compared to you guys so before well before achievements but on sega genesis um you have ghouls and ghosts it launched oh god oh god yes that so was ghouls and ghosts is a hard game Demon souls oh yeah <laughs> one sitting one yeah. quarter if you ain't in game yeah. <laughs> so ghouls and ghosts if you know like cog you know the game you know how hard it is right so oh. when you beat that game and i i think dan's heard this before but you beat that game you get an ending with the princess and it says but you didn't fully do it because you need a special weapon. So Ooh. then you start the game over again with a different weapon, right? And you have to play through the whole game again with that weapon. But remember that in Ghouls and Ghosts, weapons drop from enemies like all yes. over the level, right? Yeah. If you touch one of them Ooh. or get knocked into one of them Ooh. or somehow jump wrong and land on one of them, you get that that other weapon and yeah. it then you can't you can't complete it with the new with the one you got for beating the game the first time. So you have to beat the whole game. Then you have to get the weapon. Then you have to beat the whole game again without ever touching a that's different it. weapon or accidentally to touching it. Yes. And I did that when I was a kid. And I remember thinking to myself, Ooh. I'm never going to forget doing this. Um, because, again, we were talking about I had, like, no other games. So I just played Ghouls and Ghosts every day. And I'm Ghouls like, all right, I'm going to try and do Ghosts. this. Wow. So, um, that one's that's, going way back. But yeah, there's other ones. Like, I beat when Master Chief Collection came out, even though it was broken as hell. Mm-hmm. Me, and, me and a good buddy played legendary through every game oh, um, yes. and got the achievements like getting through library and halo ce without dying which Ooh. don't ever attempt that please mm. that that single achievement i think took us like eight hours um yes. it's just yeah Yo, unbelievable i remember what chat talk about in the super chat i know about gay rest that's crazy a shooter, isn't it? That was hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I hate that library so much. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was reliving that. Perfect game of Pitfall Two on Atari. Nice chat. So, Thank you for the 4.99 super chat, man. Appreciate that game it. was so. It was not only was difficult. It was graphically amazing, like an eight megabit cartridge, if I remember. Shooter. But what was cool about it was you had this little satellite kind of thing that attached your ship. You could take the enemy's weapons and use them against you. That was a very unique concept. I remember that game. I said, mm. "Cut." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Damn. Very good shooter. No one Sorry. wants to talk about how Dan's eating that cashew. 
Dan's finding another snack. I can unmute this. You know, we're going to have that. What's going on the whole time? Hey, if we're doing that, I got some raisin bran to get. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it has been real. I don't have anything else I need to chat on. We've been talking for a while, and it's been a lot of fun for real. So if if you got anything else you want to shout out, let's go around the horn and call it out. Luke, I'm going to start with you, man. Where can uh, people find you? Anything else you want to shout out before we head out? Uh, Xbox Expansion Pass on all your podcast services, youtube.com slash Xbox Expansion Pass, and uh, Cast Co-op, of course, with Ains and Joe. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at ghost. And uh, hey, honestly, really and truly, uh, EJ, Cog, Dan, and, and Ains, it's been a pleasure to podcast with you guys. And, and thank you for having me on for 150. Um, I appreciate it. Joe, text your mom back. She's... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Honestly, you should see some of the replies your mom sends me. <laughs> wild. Betsy, Betsy, or Firewise that I call. Her. Oh, oh, She's, real talk. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Best episode of the yeah, series this week. That's what I heard. So good. I got to get to it tonight. I heard it was fantastic. So good. I like so the episode before, so I got to catch up this week. Yeah. This week, it's, it's this week got me. And in a couple ways, it got me. It was good. Eric, man, where can people find you? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, EC Jackson with an X, and uh, pa- Brat Podcast Wednesday nights at nine o'clock, and the Gaming Perspective Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. And other than that, just want to say thanks again, thanks for having me. One fifty, congratulations! Thank you. And like everybody on this panel, you guys are the best. You know, I love doing this thing with you guys and having you guys in community. To counterbalance all these other knuckleheads, just <laughs> trying to bring it down even more. Yeah, but yeah, but you guys are the best, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Joe, what's happening? Let me man? tell you. Put the phone you're down. Stop talking to Luke's mom. What do you? Where are you at? Uh, just wait. I'm sorry. One sec, honey. Honey, <laughs> I'll be there in a sec. I know. I know. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> these knuckleheads are working overtime to ruin the passion and love that is gaming. It seems like yeah. the past few Well, weeks. I mean, PlayStation is dead if you didn't hear. Apparently, apparently, all they're caps. so all caps. You know, uh, you can find me over at the Trophy Room, a PlayStation show, wherever you find your podcast services, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. You can find us there. If there isn't a feed that we're on. Let us know. We'll change that ASAP. You find the video version. Then maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) You find the video version on the Trophy Room YouTube channel as well. It's there where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and the greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. Well, without all that fanboy stuff. Um, And yeah, you can find me and Ains. And Luke. um, (laughs) Cast Co-op. Which has been so much fun, though Luke yeah. drags us down so much. Uh, it's <laughs> awesome to see us uh, uh, there. So, yeah. And wh- when is that Apple feed coming up? Apple, come on, Tim Apple, what's going on over there? Somebody asked me the other day, Ains. They're like, "Hey, y'all, what's y'all's RSS feed?" I was like, "Do we have an RSS feed?" Bro? Like, I don't know. Cast <laughs> Co-op is a, is a beautiful disaster, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it so much. Yes, I love it do. so much. Just Apple won't take it for some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yo, man, up, man. Games, man, 150, brother. You made it. This is good to see. Like EJ said, 
just you know positive group positivity and i just love what you represent i've always told you that you know with season gaming you know we look up to you guys as well you know just as a standard of just it's, it's just going back to the essence of what game is about so keep doing what you're doing man you are needed in the community tremendous respect for you you know when you call me i'll most likely there if i ain't <laughs> so um yeah man you already know me at lord cognito on twitter i love podcasts on sunday every sunday is the lord's day check us out we will have our big one this weekend we will have obsidian in the realm so um yeah. check it out yeah we have the game director of the outer worlds as well as the um narrative designer for murder on eridano's dlc damn big one yeah, look at you guys man. You're trying, yeah. brother. Try, trying to work, brother. Trying doing it, not trying. You're doing yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Me and you, me and you've been on the floor together in the trenches at the conventions, you know. So you know what time mm-hmm. it is, and also obviously looking at everybody. You know what I'm saying? So salute, come, come show some love. You know, we're gonna talk gaming more on the narrative side, how games are developed narratively, stories and worlds are built. So check that out if you want your uh, looter shooter stuff, man. You know, me and my brother Ebont has been doing it for a minute. So you want to know what's going on with that inventory wiping outriders? You can hear me complain, and <laughs> you want to know what's going on with Destiny and Bungie's new uh, multiplayer um, focused IP or they, they, they kind of leak. Check that out. And um, yeah, man, LordsGaming.net. You know the rest of the stuff. But Ains, man, salute, Dan, salute. You guys have been putting it down for a while, and um, it's good to see you guys get your roses while you can smell them so we got it we got to give it up to you guys man absolutely appreciate it appreciate it dan anything to add thanks for being here for 150 damn episodes guys i mean this is crazy and i appreciate all you guys coming on it's awesome it was a really good show like a really good you know it was nice to just kind of yeah just you know And, and and just and just talk about stuff you know and talk about the hobby we love but you know without having to have a critical eye necessarily for a week, yeah. you know, you know, and, and, and so that, that's awesome. Um, so I appreciate all you guys coming out. Um, as far as anything else, you know, just check out season gaming, man. But if you're here, you're probably already doing that. So <laughs> and check out all these other great podcasts, you know, you guys, there, there's no shortage for sure. So and, yeah, and, and these guys, all four of them are, are on some wonderful shows and that's why they're here. showing some love. That's right, man. Yeah. We're very picky. I like that. I like that. It's bad. Um, no, thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like Dan said, we, we kind of did exactly what I wanted to do, which was just chat. Because um, I miss those days of just sitting around with, with old school gamers and just chatting, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun. Uh, chat, you guys have been great, man. Thank you so much for coming out, all you regulars, along with some new faces today. Appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to say, too, I forgot to shout out last week if you're listening to this. So our our listeners, audio listeners, have been really, really high lately for some reason. I don't know why. The same two dudes, same same people coming around. So, But I uh, really appreciate that. So if you are listening to this, thank you very much. And uh, just appreciate all the support, man. So a uh, uh, special shout out, too, to Diego. Uh, I know he's going to catch this later. He, I don't think he could come by during the day. But Diego uh, rocking our new logo, our new intro. Taking care of us on the cast co-op side a little bit too, and I mean, there's just a lot in the works that he's always helping us with. So if, uh, yeah, if uh, you ever need graphic design or anything of that nature, you know where to find uh, where to find him. Otherwise, please check all these guys out too. All their information and shows you already know them, but in case you don't, it'll be in the description, so you'll find them. But thank you again, everyone. Really appreciate everyone coming out. It's been a blast, and we will see you next Saturday. Peace. Peace.